what's poppin'? The Drew and Mike Show for Wednesday from the DealsNadie.com studios and brought to you by Hall Financial. If you're paying credit cards off and you're paying them off a little bit at a time, you're paying crazy interest rates, especially if you do this for any length of time at all. And if you own your own home, you could take some cash out, get some equity out of your home, courtesy of Hall Financial. They'll help you do it really fast. Uh, just go to 866-CALL-HALL or chat with them online at callhallfirst.com. You can get cash within a couple of weeks and take care of that credit card debt. And that interest rate is so much higher. Lordy, lordy. All right. First, uh, I did want to mention that uh, there will be no show tomorrow. Be back Thursday as I have a lot of 2022 crap to take care of. Not to mention, wading into the new year, it was difficult even getting three days done last week. So I figured four days this week, I'll do all the accounting stuff, and then I can dare to tread into a five-day week next week. <laughs> Baby steps. Whew. It's not easy. Uh, but there's uh, plenty going on. We may get uh, the Hall Financial Hotline opened up later and talk to Brian, who is one of the winners of the million dollars in that Beat the Spread contest. Had to do it every week. Had to pick each team once, correct? Yep. Yeah, I mean, you can only choose a team once. But did they rebrand that? Because it was always a suicide pool. That's what I always knew it as as well. We can't say that now? It's a gauche to use that term. Are you kidding me? I remember when oh. Joey Joey at uh, 105.1 was in a massive yeah, one where almost. the payouts were in the forty fifty thousand dollars for the winner. Um, oh, Mark, you won your bet last night, didn't you? I did. My over, yeah. It was a, that's the only reason I watched that game longer than I should have. Oh. <laughs> that's right, because your over was sixty. So they're points. watching. Well, what kind of degenerate is watching this game right now? And I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, us people that have the over. Yeah, that, that and then they put the backup quarterback in. I'm like, you know what? These dicks aren't going to score again, and I'm going to lose this bet. I know I've I've had that happen before. That's sure. quite painful. Sure, but I was glad because I was trying to get a uh, parlay in because the game started earlier than I realized. Too, I had no idea. I, I would have started the show early if I knew it started seven thirty. Was it? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, why aren't any bets available? And I'm like, well, because the game already started. So I was trying to get uh, TCU getting. 17 and a half, because I thought that was a pretty good bargain at that oh, time. Good thing it started early. Can yeah. somebody tell me why the game started at 7.30? Uh, for the kids. No, I don't know. It's because they're Seriously, students. They I, have uh, I, exams. I don't ever remember. In no, fact, it's good. Bas- this is a good thing, though. I remember many times the basketball championship game starts at like 9.20. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which to me is bizarre. Uh, football, though, never at 7.30. What the? Well, anyway, yeah, so it was no, a terrible I'm, game. Anyway, no, but I'm glad it started early. Are stop, you disappointed? Stop fucking over the the East Coast in your alma mater for losing to a team that got blown out in the national championship, or do you think that the no. Georgia Bulldogs would have destroyed Michigan just as bad? Oh, I don't. I I mean, okay, you're gonna laugh, but I don't think they would have beaten Michigan that bad. But no, I, if you're gonna judge Michigan or Ohio State on how that game went yesterday, I think that's a little misguided. Well, Ohio State should have beaten them. I mean, they the guy. <laughs> <laughs> it was about as big a field goal gag as I've ever seen. Although you can miss a forty-nine yard field I mean, goal. Yeah, Michigan should have beat TCU. I mean, he did choke. Say that. Georgia was certainly the They're best team the last couple of years. They're really good. Yeah, but well, Stetson um, Bennett's like forty-two years old. He's got like sixteen years experience in college football. He's older than nineteen you know, NFL quarterbacks, including who's. Well, I don't think he's twenty-five. Hurts isn't going to be the MVP, but he's older than Jalen Hurts. I I don't. I'm not sure why. Why can he? Okay, he's only five ten. That's right. 
I, I just feel like he makes great throws. I really like the way he finds the open guy. Smart. And he steps into his throws. And, yeah, he's, he's got Moxie. I mean, Moxie should count for something. Well, it's not like he never throws, or he's one of those quarterbacks that just runs all the time. He's I mean, incredibly he's, accurate. He actually runs fairly well. He's not super fast or anything, but he had a touchdown run. He had 10 touchdowns running this year, I think. Mm-hmm. No, anyway, he's, he's a really, really good college quarterback. But I, I'm embarrassed that we're even talking about this because DeMar Hamlin is now walking he was up and down celebrating the Bills game on Sunday. I didn't know that till today. He's he's really doing well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he's in the next phase, and it sounds like he, this guy might be you know on the streets before too terribly long if he's walking. Good. Now now he's healthy. The Bills can cut him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, because you can't cut an injured player. Um, the Lions-Packers game, by the way, did $23.8 million on Sunday night, which is the biggest Sunday night audience in six years. Are you surprised by that? Yeah, I was. I mean, I guess because, the, there's, uh, you know, you have the Packers. Everybody loves the Packers. And but Aaron they're in Rogers. Green Bay. I mean, it's you not, had they're everybody just, in sure. Seattle watching that game, too, because their hopes. And it meant something. The game meant, you know. For one team. Yeah. Uh, I think of Detroit. I bet Detroit had a huge audience, though, except for Trudy. <laughs> do we? <laughs> do we ever mention the Dan Campbell line, which I thought was great? He told the team, "Either um, what was it? Either they don't go to the playoffs, or we win." Is that what it was? There was some clever line he had. Of course, I'm misquoting it now. Fuck yeah! I, I know he made a big deal out of stopping them from going to the playoffs. Yeah, I don't want them to go to the playoffs. That's enough. Let's go. Either they don't go to the playoffs, or we win. Was something that, that was a great win. Yeah. I mean, it was. Really, uh, I've never seen people so excited about a team that didn't make the playoffs. It's got, really cool. I got so I got a few emails about the not accepting the offside penalty because I'm still was flabbergasted by it. Yeah, because you they had two timeouts left in the two minute warning. So if you take the first down, they're going to burn all three of those anyway. And it just they needed a first down, which they ended up getting. And I couldn't figure out like what piece of the puzzle I'm missing, and I totally forgot that. Well, they would have to run three plays before they, well, they would, would have, have to do anything if they got the first down. So, in other words, they would save a timeout by getting the penalty, stopping the clock, and then they would... The clock was already stopped because the Packers called timeout. The Nobody clock understands stopped. it. Okay, well, they knew they were going to get the first down. So they were just trying to sacrifice the first down instead of having one more player, two more plays, and then another series of well, times well, they, they would need to stop the clock. They were running the risk of you know, that they were going to get that first down. Whereas if you take the first down, you automatically go through those three stoppages. It was second. What the, the hell are you the doing? It was second and one. I can't believe we're still talking about this. It was <laughs> second and one. So they were going to get the first down. So they were just like, let's, oh, yeah, I've let's never fast seen the li- forward I've never this. seen the Lions not pick up a first down. <laughs> second second and one. I, I mean, they were moving well, the All ball. I was going to say is the piece of the puzzle I was missing is I forgot they got a holding penalty that stopped the clock. So it made it made that decision moot anyway. The well, Lions, that isn't why I understand. The Lions it, stopped the clock themselves, but they I forgot about the that. Clock when they shouldn't have. Anyway, I yeah, I think people understood what happened there. I mean, people seem to be giving Dan Campbell credit. I was just giving credit. I didn't know it was that difficult, but yeah. anyway, um, they had a great crowd for the game. And uh, and everything is just upward and onward with the Lions. Although Ben Johnson's getting in anyway, whatever that'll all sort itself out. Um, I was kind of uh, intrigued to see today. There was some more Koberger news. Uh, just a few things. There's a video of a white car that looks like his car driving by now at 9 a.m. the day of the murders. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think they've specifically identified it, but also none of the victims, they've compared notes, none of them knew him. None of them seemed to know him. 
Uh, I saw a couple people saying Jonah Hill should play the fat Koberger, which I thought was a great <laughs> idea. Although Jonah Hill, I'm sure, will be so angry. And then, most importantly, finally, finally, we hear about one woman who went on one date with this loser. She matched him on Tinder, which is like, how could you match? How could you swipe on him? And then it's like, oh well, it's her. She's not, oh, she gross. Well, I, she's not, I don't, I'm not sure a ton of people were swiping on her, but oh, uh, she's gross. Anyway, she had a she had a put out a TikTok because I guess people are accusing her of like fucking him or something. I don't know. <laughs> so she decided to put it out there that she was creeped out. She did not like this guy. Well, by the way, TikTok can fuck off. Do you see what they're doing to these surviving? girl that lived there that saw him she's being harassed like crazy by people on tiktok and social media dylan for uh, that, i don't know where for not is. killing him or okay. stopping okay, him so dylan is the oh, one they're, they're mad at her for some reason yeah there's so there's the two surviving girls she didn't the first do anything floor. one no. of them uh is she dylan and she's the one that comes up a lot because she is the one who apparently saw Koberger, Koberger leaving the house and, and heard him say uh, I'm here to help you and right. heard some crying. And then waited eight hours before calling the police. Now, I've seen her get just destroyed all over. And this is before they even caught Coburger. Yeah, I heard the same thing. People may say, oh, she's a transvestite. Just just the meanest things. You know, I'm just really sick What's of this. Wrong I'm really tired of the fact that we allow these fucking troll morons to fuck people's lives up. This, Alex Jones did it to people you could never imagine anyone would allow that to go on. What is wrong with us? Why don't we fucking do something about this? This woman had four of her best friends I murdered. Know. I know. And she was, from what I read, she was in shock and she locked herself in the bedroom. And I, I you know, I've heard of people who've done the same thing. They've, they've locked themselves in a closet or something and didn't come out for a whole day. They were so scared because of someone that was no longer at a home. People, are you kidding? The fucking guy murdered four people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She was scared out of her mind. I, all these heroes, I'd like to see how they would act, but what the Apparently fuck is it with all these judgy people? What is going on? Yeah, there's been um, inaccurate claims that the roommate ignored screams, right? Which isn't in the affidavit at all. Um, and that uh, this roommate was posting on social media while her uh, roommates were being killed, which... There's no proof of that. Just, just shut up. And they don't know what a, they're talking about. They just want to be an asshole. It's people that are assholes. The assholes are winning the day is what's happening. We're letting them do this over and over and over. There's the enhanced audio that's floating around that was picked up outside, which is totally fake. Not right. real. Didn't happen. Yep. That passed around. I, I listened to that. And... I mean, I, when this Alex Jones thing came to a head, and look how quickly the jurors said... That'll be $50 million, asshole. Yeah. That'll be another $150 million, asshole. We let that go on. We, as a society, just let that go on for all those years, all these parents of dead six-year-olds being having the shit trolled out of them, being stalked and harassed. I, what is wrong? What is going on? It's know. just normal now. You know. I guess it's just so normal that we're just not going to do anything about it. <laughs> eh, it's just part of life now. Yeah, get used to it. Yeah, just getting harassed by thousands and thousands of people for years. It's just normal. It's just why, it's I don't fucking know why insane. Why people would attack this girl? You know, um, I've seen this story so many times too. The guy, <laughs> this is really stupid. It's not going where anybody thinks it's going. The guy 
who Hunter Biden left his computer with had to shut his store down mm. because he was getting hassled by so many people claiming that he m- was a liar or whatever, or they just hated Trump. And, uh, and that guy, I guess, gets harassed constantly. Um, there's another one, really horrible one that's related to January 6th, I want to say. I can't remember the story exactly, but there's a million of these stories. This girl just lost Ray, four Is it her- Ray Epps? Is Ray Epps getting it's, you know what? It's related to Ray Epps. It might even be Ray Epps now that I think about it. It's somebody who lives in a, a trailer like in the middle of nowhere in Montana because they just were getting the shit harassed out of them. I think it was related to Ray Epps, actually. Stupid. And they just don't want to be bothered. Um, so this girl loses her four, four of her best friends, mm-hmm. murdered. And people are harassed. People who have nothing to do with it, who lost nothing. This was the biggest just one. Just harassing the bejesus out of her. I saw her getting so harassed before Koberger was caught when there was still all the speculation and the internet sleuths. There were people that were... Who don't know a fucking thing. They don't. They don't. But they were going through all the social media and they were like, oh, she's dating a gang member. And uh, they were so mean specifically to that one girl. The other roommate, no, they, they kind of left her alone. But they were... You know, um, oh, I know. Speculating that she was a transgendered girl and that she was actually the murderer, and people are making all these photos. Now, don't get me wrong, this is mostly on like 4chan and Reddit and stuff like that, where it was just really toxic. Well, if it gets back to her, it exists. Yeah. Um, the, the girl that, uh, you know, had her medical issue during her TV report. Yeah. That girl is getting harangued by mm-hmm. anti-vaxxers claiming that uh, you won't admit that it's your vaccination that made that happen. <laughs> what? It's look, it's her, it's her <laughs> medical problem, so, it's her business, it's not your business. It's so ridiculous. Why, that one why is, do people think people's medical information is their right to know? Yeah. They don't want anyone knowing theirs. In that, fact, they're almost wacko about it. That one like um Damar Hamlin is so ridiculous. I actually think it's funny. It's so dumb. It's so stupid. Well, I don't think anybody's harassing Damar Hamlin. Oh, maybe they are. Well, they're making noise about it. Yeah, D- Lenny Dykstra, of course. He's the <laughs> expert on. He's a he's a medic. He's a doctor now, I guess. Doctor Dykstra. You want to see the uh, the video Fucking that was idiots. posted by? Yeah, I want to see this girl. <laughs> Ryan Kobuger's Tinder date. I feel so bad for this girl. Hey, it's me, the girl that went on a Tinder date with Brian. Um, A lot of people have been trying to dox me, um, specifically on Reddit, um, but I never thought the comments that I made on Hobot News um, would make it to TikTok or Reddit or literally anything. Um, But here we are. So um, I thought I would make this because a lot of people are just saying things that are not true at all. Um, My interactions with Brian were very uh, brief. Um, I don't know much about him. Um, My total interactions with him were like 24 hours. Um, We matched on Tinder. Um, We talked for a couple hours and then he was like, hey, you want to go to the movies with me tonight? And I was like, sure. So um, we went to the movies. Um, Honestly, I don't even remember what movie we saw. Great storyteller. Um, we ended up going back to my dorm. You don't remember the um, movie. I think she can edit this a little better. He kind of invited himself inside. I thought he was just going to drop me off, but that was not the case. He kind of invited himself inside and I was just like, okay, I went along with it. Um, so he wanted to watch another movie on Netflix and I said, sure. Netflix and chill. Um, he kept trying to touch me, um, not like inappropriately, just like trying to tickle me. Get it on. 
tickle her. Rub my shoulders and stuff. That? And He's I got was no like, moves, Drew. It's creepy. Why are you touching me or what are you doing? And he would just like get super serious and he's like, I'm not. And I'm like, you are though. And he's like, I'm not touching you. Yeah. Kind of like. <laughs> nice nice vocal fry. I'm turning on her. I'm, I'm doing weird. what I'm doing. Um, what the internet's doing like, to the surviving I'm member. I'm just gonna run to the bathroom. Yeah, quick. No. And he was like, okay. And then he followed me to the bathroom, um, which I thought was kind of weird. Yeah. Um. So, like in the dorm, there was like a shared bathroom. Um, he didn't go in with me, but like he stood outside the door and like. So you get first off. I don't know. I just thought that was weird. <laughs> yes, um, that's very. And weird. I was like, I need to get to leave. Um, like just not into it. Um, so I proceeded to pretend to throw up. Um, to get him to leave. What? Um, it wasn't because I was scared of him or like thought he would hurt me if I asked him to leave. It was you just wanted him gone. Mostly because I'm socially awkward. What? Didn't know how to ask oh, him you're to good leave. Match. Um, so that's what so I you're did. Going to bed. Um, he ended up messaging me on Tinder that he was gonna go, and I was like, awesome. My plan worked. And then um, <laughs> about an hour later, he texted me and said I had good birthing hips. So I never Ew! <laughs> what? If you on go a on second. Tinder, have you heard of this? There's a Tinder. You go beep, boop, pop, and there's pussy. Gross. Good birthing hips. Yeah, you got great child. Birthing hips. Tickling her. No, he's what a, a child. fucking creep. He's a child. Let's go back God. to my hotel room. I got a nut. <laughs> By much, the way, much better pickup line. People that rub shoulders of strangers. Ooh, yeah, gross. Ew, God. I've come to accept later in life that I don't like people touching me in general, and I'm the weird one because I feel like everyone's touching everybody. No, they're not. They're not good. No, people don't no. just go up and rub people's shoulders who didn't oh. ask for a back rub. Oh, like George Bush or Tom Masaway. Yeah, I was going to say, Mass, you saw always give me the weirdest <laughs> shoulders. He would, all the time. He'd rub anybody sitting down and Maz walks by, he's rubbing your shoulders. Maz just like, just has like a Koberger personality? <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm not going to go that far. That's bullshit. But then, uh, remember, remember when George Bush was rubbed yes. Angela Merkel's shoulder? Yes. Oh, my so God. Was that weird? That was awesome. That's just but US. at least you knew he wasn't trying to get laid. That's just the U.S. showing dominance over Germany again. <laughs> it probably was. Or it's just him being a But weirdo. he wasn't trying to get laid. We know that. I <laughs> don't know that. No. We Did you don't. hear what she said about it, Angela Merkel? She was creeped out. There were snail trails on my chair. Like, no one should have sat in that chair after me. It was damn. She was into it. Totally into it. Ugh. <laughs> Is um, that the most unsexual woman you've ever seen? Yeah, I, she doesn't scream sexuality. Isn't that like Golda Meir? flows out of her. Uh, yeah, Golda Meir, same category, I think. <laughs> um, in Massachusetts, the uh, Brian Walsh. Yeah, this this is one of those things. Can they just put him in a sweat box until he confesses? This is ridiculous. So busted. They now are going through uh, the landfill looking for things. They're also going through the dumpsters at his mother's apartment where they think he may have dumped her or, you know, some cleanup, bloody cleanup stuff. Mm -hmm. And we know he did it. And, you know, I thought of something, too, while I was watching the story today. today. Yeah, didn't they find some uh, tools? Oh, not that one. His Google history? Oh, no, I didn't know his Google history. Yes, this is insane. He, He actually Googled the phrase, 
how to dispose of a 115-pound woman's body. <laughs> so it's not just how to get rid of a body or where do you put a dead body. It's specifically a 115-pound oh woman's body. And and what can you Google that? I just want to see what comes no, up. No, I'm not Googling. No, what, I'm if not I have to murder, either, yeah. what if I have to murder specifically a 115-pound woman? Yeah, they I'll also Google found it. a hatchet. I just want to see what comes I, up. I will happily they Google They found a hatchet, a hacksaw. Uh, bone saw and blood. So I mean, he's screwed. This well, guy he spent four hundred fifty bucks at Home Depot. So we know he bought a bunch of that stuff. By the way, I, I thought of something as a murder consultant. I feel really crippled in that I don't have an answer to luminol. Does anybody know? Uh, I mean, just feel as a consultant, yeah, I should understand how do you. I mean, if there is blood, how do you avoid luminol testing positives? Luminol just lights the fucking room up. I mean, I mean you're I get, finished. Well, there you go. Kill them outside of a room, right? Obviously. I mean, that would be my consultation. Or a tarp. But, but if somebody tarp were to, to ask for my services and say, oh, God, this guy fucking bled everywhere, and I cleaned it up just like crazy, but I'm so afraid they're going to luminol my kitchen and I'll be screwed, I have no answer for that guy. Uh, something's got something's to gotta do it, right? You would think so. Here's what you, here's what you do: just beat off and blow loads everywhere, and be like, "No, it's just it's what doesn't load. Don't they show up the same way as blood? Isn't it similar?" I don't here's know. what you do. I don't know if luminol shows up semen. I'm not sure. Okay. That's good. That's a know. idea, though. Green light thinking all the way. <laughs> After you murder someone, you have pound off everywhere. Uh, so I googled how to dispose of a 115 pound woman's body, and of course, the first bunch of results are this story about the guy. Oh. Um, so yeah, I mean that that's what's getting I, I guess I could do it. It wasn't a very successful search for No, me. I need to I need to search. Is, why okay, here you go, here you go, Drew. Use E D T A, whatever that is, and combine it with iron to make an unavailable to react with aluminol. Yeah, to make it un, unavailable to react with aluminol. Okay. There you go. Yeah, but Can now you send me that? Yes, it. it's good for your consultants. You better stock up on it now, right? So you don't buy it too close to the I don't have to stock up on it. I just have to know about it. <laughs> you just don't buy it right before you murder somebody. Um you know, I just, I wish I could sit all the murderers down in a room and say, why are you so stupid? What are you doing Googling? You know they're going to look at your Google history, you dumb fuck. Yeah. Well, it's right up there with uh, Casey Anthony, Maybe right? if I use incognito mode, they will how could, how could you not know about turning off the phone or carrying the phone with you? I, people are so stupid. It's just aggravating. Well, I, you're, you're they're f- caught, so I shouldn't be mad. Isn't it uh, Murder Consulting 101 that... You gotta keep doing everything the way you always do it. Exactly. Your timeline can't be different. Your phone has to stay on. And you don't go, oh fuck, I just murdered somebody. I gotta go to Home Depot and buy a whole bunch <laughs> of shit. You gotta buy it like six months beforehand, you idiot. <laughs> Maybe that was what happened when he Googled how to dispose of a 150 year old's bodies. Step one go to Home Depot, buy Muppets, m- m- mops, mops buckets, and buckets, and, and tarps, because that's what he bought. <sighs> Clown. Uh, new car inventory is, is growing, inventory, and when inventory grows, so do the savings. A full lot means a better selection. A better selection means dreamy deals, like the deals at Zot, Board, and Holly. When you visit our friends there, you get both. So if you bought out your lease in the past year or two because there's nothing to choose from and the deals sucked, then today is your lucky day because there's no need to spend money on new brakes, tires, or maintenance. Just trade that turd in and get $2,000 more than it appraised for when you buy a new Ford Escape, Edge, or Explorer, it, it's out Ford. So that's two grand, more than it appraised for. That's insane. It's a good deal. As a matter of fact, you can trade in almost any used car because they got more cars. Well, they want to move cars again from the lots. Um, as a matter of fact, you can trade in almost any used car and get the extra two grand when you get a new whip. Nobody cares. Need more deals? How about 0% financing? Yes, 0%. 
on many new vehicles in stock. It's uh, they want to move some cars. Plus, Kubar and the team will toss in Ford Factory Trifold Tonneau cover. Yeah, Tonneau, tonneau cover. cover. At no charge on every F-150 you buy or lease in the month of January. And everybody knows how valuable a Tonneau cover. <laughs> you know, it's the one that goes over your bed, yeah. the bed right. of your truck. Of course. Clear, clearly, an expanding inventory generates beautiful bargains. You can check them out both. Check out both when you visit dealsinthed.com. Of course, we're in the dealsinthed.com studios. And Legacy Partners saves you money on home and auto insurance, but uh, they also specialize in small business insurance. And so many people have small businesses now. Boy, the side hustles out there. Wow. And you might need insurance. And uh, I think they'll generally let you know if you do or don't want to participate in that or if you really do need it. Plus Medicare for people getting to that age. Uh, Manu sort of making your way through Medicare can be a real pain in the ass. It's nice to have somebody who knows what they're doing, so feel free to use Legacy Partners for that. And, you know, it would be nice to let them maybe make a bid on something. Can I uh, just give you a quick testimonial from the Boner Line? 209-66-Boner? Yeah. Hey, uh, I thought you guys were full of shit uh, about Legacy Partners. Oh, thanks. But... I just got off the phone with him, and she saved me $1,500 a year. So, highly, highly recommended. There you go. All right. Yeah, just, just got an email. Just got an email uh, saying almost identically what he said, and it was, it was a she, so I don't think it was him. So, anyway, they shop all the carriers because they're independent to find you the best deal. So, they shop around, shop around. So, just call 586-209-4106. And tell them we sent you. If you're looking to find money, this is one place you can find some at Legacy Partners, 586-209-4106. And then our friends at Lady Jane's, uh, give my love to Lady Jane for an award-winning experience. And register to win a once-in-a-lifetime chance to win a down payment for your dream home up to two hundred grand. Lady Jane's is open seven days a week, ready to style you up, walk in anytime. Always a wicked awesome experience with the ladies of Lady Jane's. All right. So um, I turned on the, uh, the 4 o'clock news today. Actually, you know what? Put on, put on uh, <laughs> the first story on Channel 4. It's probably like 4 one and a half or something. <laughs> it's about kids and when they find porn, yeah. which <laughs> this is another one. This is just like the people trolling these people who they know nothing about and have no right to judge and just this mass pile on this is another problem we have that apparently we're just going to do nothing about and you know it's i don't recall a time when there were so many things that just feel like they're so out of our control i mean even regarding our kids because it always seemed like people pretty much had the same idea about what we're supposed to do and you know of course we have different problems now because those things always evolve but uh yeah uh paula tupman is talking about kids and porn and, you know, when they when they find porn, which is just getting younger and younger all the time. Survey says a mammoth amount of children are gaining access to pornographic content online. Problem is people blame porn. Oh, this is the tease, is but oh well. But they say this is a teachable moment for the parents. I'll explain why. Okay, I'll find it. It's coming right up. It's like 10 seconds It's the first story, ahead. yeah. Kids and 
just hit play. It's okay. It's close. Good afternoon. I'm Karen Drew. First and four, we are talking about a wake-up call for parents when it comes to our kids being exposed to pornography. It's not a, a wake-up call, by the way. The We've known this. The average age that most kids were exposed to porn is 12 years old. 15% first saw porn when they were 10 years or younger. Duh. More than half reported seeing adult content accidentally while this clicking one. on links they didn't Check realize would lead to porn. About 41% reported seeing online porn during the school day. During so today, the school Paul day, reached out to from a friend. For guidance on what this means for local families. Or a creepy and there teacher. also are some other disturbing results. What's this about, Paula? Yeah, hi, Karen. So, you know, this is really a sensitive topic. And so I spent a good part of the day talking to different experts, actually, on and off camera. And there's no and, and solution. And what was really interesting is the fact that the, the fact that this is such a sensitive topic is actually part of the problem for parents. Easy to find, easy no, to it's find phones. you. Phones are the problem. Native yep. users of technology don't have to look far to find pornographic content and don't have to work hard for it to find them. Too much access. Mm -hmm. It's very simple for them to get online and go to whatever. Not much you more to say, is there? Somebody going to That said, the question becomes we have the information as parents and guardians and the center of guidance for our children. What do we do with this information? The problem is people blame porn, and it is not no, the they porn. Don't. It is the Does fact that the, the child porn? is watching something no. and not getting educated about what what's actually happening. Dr. Joe Court is a this, certified this is not the solution, by the way. What he says is a solution. A this guy takes the sexiness out of porn, and nobody's explaining <laughs> no, to you that that this couple, let's say you're watching, has had a conversation around what they're going to do beforehand. That these the people well, maybe that's how the teachers start selected, the day before everybody sees porn at school. Nobody's talking to kids about all that. I've watched I've watched plenty of porn. I don't ever remember them going. All right, here's what I'm going to do to you. Yeah. I guess that's all done off camera. We're in love. We're going to make love. We're going to make a baby. And that is dangerous, particularly when children can't contextualize what they are seeing while also forming their own sexual identities. And so now they're the not really supposed to see it when they're ten. This is what men are going to want, and boys are thinking this is what women want. Pornography is bad, especially for children, because it's not real. It's depicting what? something uh, real as for natural me. It's real. and normal and great in an unreal fashion. Cynthia Reynolds specializes in child counseling at First so Family great. Counseling in Bingham Farms. It's dangerous because if, you're, if children are um, experiencing pornography or violent situations regarding normal sexual activities, what kind of opinions are they forming? Regarding that. Which takes us back to the parental response. Oh, I don't know how I would have handled that with my kids. Because, you know, kids is always like three steps ahead of you. Nobody well, gonna critically, the parental <laughs> lack of response. They should be looking or through the their children's phones. I, I always believe in that. Um, it, it would be better if they could do it with the Narc. kid, especially if they're an older teen. Looking through and not oh, yeah, shaming, watch porn with your rather, kid. let's have That's a conversation a great idea. about what you now, saw. Now this man and these five women all yeah, talked you know, about I what he was going to do to them. Summed it up when they said uh, that is semen flying into the woman's face. Whoa, that is one way to end porn. the sex act. <laughs> that's how you know number of choices. That's how you know it's over. What's the value for parents? And and that is perhaps the mouth is a popular choice. See what he's doing there sometimes. If you don't have lube, it can be swapped out for spit. <laughs> Come on, dude. Dad, they can access it. All right, thanks, Paul. Thank you, Paula. Jeez. This is another one. Handjobs magazine just stopped publishing. <laughs> we create these incredible things on the computer, these social media and these 
great phones. And then, of One course, bad we, apple. we free everyone from any legal responsibility for anything that's published, it's for anything West. anyone accesses. It's just the Wild West. Sorry. Can you make me feel good? But, you know, when kids started getting phones, it's going, wait, the eight-year-old has an iPhone. What the fuck? Yeah. Who didn't think they'd be seeing porn? Down, Seriously. Down. I, I, yeah. No. That's why they're not getting phones. In, out, in, out three times. It's just fucking nuts. Yeah. And there's no, there's no answer. I don't care how many people Paula talks to. There's no solution. Well, I don't know. Both those women on the street had good answers. Yeah, the one, thank God her kids Actually, weren't young. I think, <laughs> I think that was one, yeah. Thank God I didn't have to deal with it. And the other one's just like, there's a lot of porn out there. There's too much access. Yeah, there's too much access. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and as far as, you know, we talked about the gymnast yesterday yeah. who is so hot. And, you know, these boners are showing up these mm-hmm. gymnasts. Olivia Dunn, yeah. And the uh, one of the parents of the, a lot of the other gymnasts were kind of demoralized by it. Like, wow, we work so hard and we're all as good as she is and everyone just shows up for her. Nobody cares about us. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It's a, it's it's a good, hot uh, privilege. She real life experience. Really hot pictures. But I used to, um, I remember in the, even in the 90s and the 80s, uh, there was always this conversation about, Oh, young women have to see these images of these models. It's so unfair. Sure. And, you know, and, and I always felt, oh, that's kind of overblown because those people were so unique. There was Christy Brinkley. You know, there were like 10 supermodels. There were a lot of pretty models. But now every girl that's attractive, not everyone, but there's millions of them. And people flock to their Instagrams and they feed them this endless supply of you know, of sexy photos, and there's porn everywhere, and so... Well, and kids are learning, like, oh, this is how you do sex, by watching porn. Right. No, they do. They watch so much more than we ever watched. Now, I watched it at 15, and I have to admit, yeah. I found it a little confusing. What? I'd never seen porn before. <laughs> you didn't have sex ed and watch one of those cool I reels? Watched, I watched... <laughs> yeah, we did. That was exciting, because I remember the... Uh, the seventh graders warned us in sixth grade, oh, you get to see this movie next year. <laughs> There's they pubes. Tits. <laughs> and lots and lots of pubes. So um, I just think young women are exposed to so, I mean, that reality is so in their face all the time about, oh, look at everybody wants to be with that girl. And look what that girl has. And, and, you know, read the comments over and over. It's so galling. And there's no responsibility anywhere. I don't think the church could have held anymore. The whole church was lighted with candles. First wedding I've ever been to. And golly, you should have seen the bride. This is Molly Grows Up. dress I've ever seen. It's all white satin. Come on, we'll be late for school. Come on, explain Tell sex to her. I better go now. Goodbye. I didn't learn anything. Oh, terrible decision. Molly is certainly growing up. Oh, creeps. Those two old birds with creeps. That's that weird. Molly's certainly growing up. We need to talk to her about dicks. Watching this video is kind of giving me wood. <laughs> Good morning, girls. How's your throat this morning, Molly? Oh, Good. I took a big one last night. Well, you'd better stop by my office and let me take a look at it. It won't Ooh. take a minute. Okay. Is she grooming her? Hey, you better get undressed. <laughs> To look okay, at her Molly, let's take a look. <laughs> Where is this going? I don't oh, know. Yes. I'm kind of interested now. Oh, that's clearing up just it's fine. It's a 1953 Molly Grows Up sex ed for Are girls. Oh, sure. Will you please let someone else do the cheering for you? Because that throat is still slightly inflamed. Okay, I'll be careful. 
Plus, you're about oh, to be on the rag. Oh, by the way, Molly, your mother left her gloves over at my house last night. Will you take them to her? What? Sure, she's always here. What was she doing at your house? Did you bring them to school? Okay. Is my mom a swinger? With the nurse at school? The nurse is pretty. Could you slow this down a little bit? Jesus. <laughs> what is that? What is that? She's deep in you thought. Know, I've known Molly and her family ever since she first came to school. And I think you might like to know her, too. What? Wait, what? This is really weird. Molly lives at home with no her No wonder father. our parents are so fucked up. I'll jump ahead here. Let's so see. you see, menstruation is just the natural, <laughs> normal process leading up to being a mother. What? This is a diagram Period. of the uterus. Looks like womb. a ram. And these are the fallopian tubes leading to it. I remember thinking, God, I can't and believe that's inside a chick. Gross. I'm going to put my what where? Oh, that time month, of the month, huh? An egg cell will leave one of the ovaries, <laughs> go into the opening of the tube nearest to it. And then it's on its way Okay, to the can you go forward? There's got to be something <sighs> better than this. <laughs> That's the boring part. Oh, during menstruation, you know, do and do moderately? <laughs> this is very do moderately important. square dance, horseback riding? What the and fuck? I don't think you should horseback ride at all. No. And underarm hair. Yes, Anne. Miss Jensen, what about dancing? Can you when you're menstruating? If you want. Yes, you can. Yeah, if you want to get blood over, do. Buy yourself you in the corner. You usually do. As long as you don't dry hump. Bathe or shower as long as you use warm water. And you can wash your hair if you're sure to dry it quickly. <laughs> what? And can? you can swim if you Why wait would until after your hair two or three days after the beginning of it. your period. Swim. And you can go to dances and picnics. But it's not a very good idea nobody to skate want you there. or ride horseback. Skate? Or play fast games like volleyball and basketball, or do what? strenuous dancing like square dancing, or anything that bumps you around. Square dancing is that dangerous? In general, it? mild exercises. Ones that strengthen the abdominal muscles are particularly. Nobody dry humps in square dancing. Sensible to avoid strenuous exercise when you're menstruating, and you'll be sure and tell your mother. This lady or is creepy as hell. Right. I think she ended up being Nurse Ratchet. Well, like She's to... way too into menstruation. Jeez. Don't have sex, because wow. you will get pregnant and die. I, that story just seemed so <laughs> unnecessary on Channel 4. It's like, yeah, it's kinda, this is really groundbreaking news. Well, Everyone doesn't know lead. that kids are watching porn at an extremely young age and watching tons of it. Yeah, Last time well, we talked why about it this. leads, though. The headline was what? Sex and kids, and it had three X's. I mean, who? it's going to get people's attention. We talked about this a while ago, and I got this note from a teacher who said, oh, yeah, she said, these kids are constantly watching porn at school. And she said, it used to be you'd see a group of guys all around a phone. And she said, and I would go up like, what the hell's going on here? And she said, and then I learned it's always either like, you know, some horrible accident that's, you know, online, like Damar. Oh, yeah. Or it's porn. Yeah. And, um, and she said that, you know, back in the early days, <laughs> occasions where a parent was called. Oh, like, really? You know, your son has got an iPhone and he's, you know, sharing it with a lot of kids when he finds something kind of <laughs> sexual online. And she said that the response was always, How do you know it was my kid's phone? Oh, jeez. <laughs> mind we, your own business. Really? Yeah. Hey, sweetheart, you need to take a break from pornography. Uh, parents are really defensive of their kids. I can't imagine an adult like going, I'm going to get that kid in trouble for no reason. Yeah. But, I don't know. Very sure parents aren't very supportive of teachers. I don't know why. George now is growing tall instead of filling out. Oh, I don't want to know about George. Mike is more like Jim. 
Ben will be tall, probably. Oh, we're all different. Here. Maybe a diagram will help. Whoa! <laughs> oh, man! Here's the penis. Oh, I and thought it was the other going the other way. That holds the testicles or testicles. This is the worst inside. drawn penis, by the way, I've ever seen. Now, when you're around 14, yeah. maybe sooner. Why maybe is that later, kid circumcised? She explained that. Making a chemical substance by the way, the Harry outed William for being circumcised. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, in his book. I don't know why fuck he did that. Because uh, he's, just, he's just grasping at anything now to embarrass the family. I don't understand. Why would you reveal all these private things about your brother? Because you're an asshole. Like How about this? beating around this bush with that uncircumcised dick? <laughs> I wasn't really the best man. Oh, God. At his wedding. So what? So? That's how the royal family does it because it's a unique situation. That's why you have all that money. Remember? That's why you live in a $20 million house, asshole. Yeah. He um, said that he had to reveal uh, killing 25 Taliban members. Oh, yeah. For his own mental health. For his own healing. It's like, okay, well, can you just tell a therapist that? No, he can't. Your he, book? he never admits he's wrong. He's never wrong. Everyone else is always wrong. And, you know, he said, oh, if we know that we did something wrong, we'd apologize for it. No, you don't, because you were told that Megan was rude to staff and you made a 25-page paper uh, to prove that she wasn't wrong. And by the way, the whole thing with the dress... Charlotte's dress. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kate's yeah. dress. And, you know, it's too big and she's in tears. Um, after that whole stupid tech series, Harry said that Megan was sobbing on the floor. What? <laughs> sobbing on the floor. So Kate made her sob. <laughs> Is she getting the wrong mental health? I mean, she seems to always be in therapy. Oh, that she didn't have therapy then. That's right. It was impossible to get therapy. I know, but he's getting so much shit about saying the royal family isn't racist now. Like, <laughs> wait a second. For two years, we thought they were racist. And then he, then he explains it. He's not uh, talking about it anymore, he I said. I might have had unconscious bias, which can lead to racism. They're like, no, that's not how it's explained. Yeah. You don't know what you're talking about. So he doesn't even do the work. But uh, Before, he, guess what? He has another media appearance today. Did you know that? Oh, he's on Colbert tonight. Yeah. If I were Colbert, I'd be like, I would say no. You really? No. What are you going to get out After of? he's been on 19 different things? No. He's not a good interview. He's not entertaining. Um, there was a headline in England today. Um, something like, uh, oh, God, enough. Please stop. Yeah. People are like giving that. him shit because he's also on the cover of the next People magazine, and they photoshopped more hair on his balding head. Really? Yeah. Why? Did he see the first proofs and say, I can't believe I'm bald. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's just so, there's just new shit every day. It's like, how do you come up with all this shit? Didn't Time Magazine get in trouble for messing with the OJ cover, making him darker? Yeah, made him darker. So I guess that's just standard now. You make it should be offensive to bald people that they would put more hair on him. <laughs> million bald march? You're going to um, have a million bald march in front of Time? <laughs> a million people saying, I can't believe I'm bald. Uh, one of the the claims have been debunked, and by the way, the debunking is just nonstop. Yeah, it's too easy. There's so many things to debunk that, and they're all debunkable. One of them is that he said he got an, his mom gave him an Xbox on his 13th birthday when they weren't available until four years later. <laughs> and then he claims his whole business <laughs> that is so easily provable. No, no, he doesn't do any homework or anything. Oh, um, he also yeah. got it wrong. He claimed he was someplace when his grand his great grandmother died, the queen mother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. And he wasn't there. It's all on the record. He was skiing with William. 
Really? He claimed he was somewhere else and it was warm and sunny or something. And he's like, no, you're well, completely again, fucking wrong. Once again, he thought his mom was coming back and wasn't really murdered. So, yeah, like Tupac. He's confused. He just lives in a different make believe world. So, um, they had a British guy, British journalist on with uh, TMZ, who, of course, are very pro Aryan Megan, of course. I'm surprised. Or Charles's. Charles's. Surprised by Harry that. Not, or Harvey, not so much. Anyway, he said that the uh, they did a poll that, you know, William or Harry, basically, and it was 70% William, 26% Harry. But they said Harry's support is completely, almost completely within Gen Z. When you get into millennials and above, everyone thinks he's bullshit and ridiculous. But um, uh, anyway, they were talking about it, and I read a little bit about it today, too, and the suggestion was that Gen Z loves sharing their traumas, quote-unquote. And they even quoted one kid as saying... Being the younger sibling is a trauma. That that's a real trauma that people really? need to flesh out. I'm going to go with that. I'm the youngest of three, so that's why I'm so traumatized. Yeah, it's usually considered. So people shouldn't have a younger ch- sibling, I guess. No, you should only have one. It's creating trauma. China had it right. I'm trying to find, because there was another poll, you know, the Q rating poll, favorability. Yeah, pretty so bad. In 2017, Harry, his popularity was plus 70, right? So 70... Yeah, that was more, around when he met Megan. Yeah, 70% yeah. more people liked him than didn't like him, right? Isn't that how they do the net gain? Yeah. And now, do you know what it is now? It's minus 30 or something. Minus 38. Holy Harry shit. Harry is whipped. 64% have a negative view of him. I'm surprised it's only 64. I think yeah. she does worse, too. She does. I'm daughter. not a fan of Megan. The uh, the British journalist said that she does do worse. And by the way, the, uh, there's pushback going on now. The woman who is in the press, runs the press office, I think, for the King and Camilla <laughs> said that they would never plant a story that is absolutely, completely, 100% false. And she said, I've never been asked to do it. It would never happen. And she said, oh, I ask, saw that lady. Yeah. She said, ask the papers. She said, I, I would love for you to go around and ask the, you know, the Telegraph and the Times and the, even the, the Daily Mail and the Mirror and the ones that are more tabloidy, if we have ever planted a story, because we have never done it. So uh, he, he sounds so paranoid. I mean, he thinks they plant stories every day. Yeah. And radicalize, <laughs> said, which radicalizes the readers. And that was another thing that, that came I up. I wish that, you weren't a liar. That the tabloids in England are kind of a joke. The, the Brits know they're, they they don't believe the tabloids. tabloids. They take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. They know what the tabloids are. And, um, and yeah, the tabloids were unkind at times or said rude things. But <laughs> he said, as far as what they said about Meghan or Harry back when they met versus now, it's 10 times as bad now. Sure. The tabloids <laughs> blister them now for being such whiners and money grubbers. No but, news. No news out of the Taliban today. I was hoping they were they would attack him again. Yeah, I want him put on trial. I want the Taliban to put him. I support the Taliban a hundred percent. He's a loser. Uh, nice Car- being called a loser by the Taliban. I'll <laughs> uh, we'll get to Carl in just a second. Carl's got some exciting cuts for us today. Uh, but first, the Yaldo Eye Center, who bring you Eli Zaret. They want you to know people seeking vision correction come from all over Michigan to see Dr. Yaldo and all from this podcast, too. They've heard about his procedures, and if they make the decision, they'll finally be done with the annoyance and bad performance of glasses, contacts, and reading glasses. Uh, Then after they do get custom LASIK or permanent contact lens implant, they express wonders to why it took them so long. They love their decision. 
LASIK and lens replacement are quick and painless. By the next day, they're seeing better than they can ever remember. So get a consult with Dr. Yaldo. Save $1,500 on custom LASIK by mentioning the Drew and Mike show. Call 800-398-EYES or go to YaldoEyeCenter.com. And uh, on the Hall Financial Zoom line, and brought to you by Hall Financial, it's Carl from Who Are These Podcasts? And before you jump on there, Carl, I want to mention that the Brandon appearance on WATP, as I mentioned yesterday, is on Who Are These Podcasts YouTube. So I don't think we promoted that. We mentioned you were on the show, but uh, the show did well, by the way. I looked it up. It did very well. And by the way, Brandon, first time. Now, I mentioned it was his first time on the show. Of course, we did the live show in Detroit. So he's been on Who Are These Podcasts before. But his first time solo co-hosting, rave reviews. And by the way, people on Reddit, not easy to please. No, so they're complete job, assholes. That was one of my fears <laughs> going into that show. Is like, oh my God, I'm going to be slaughtered in the comment section. Um, it's a little bit inside, but just quickly, um, Brandon, you, you mentioned that, uh, why was Shuli getting pounded in Reddit? What was that all about? I, I've just noticed recently on the uh, Dabblers Anonymous that they have created a new subreddit. It's I think it's... Uh, Shuli Anonymous or something like that, where See there's the new target. Well, there's been lack of stuttering John content lately, and so a lot of the people are popping off against Shuli. And I think a lot of it has <laughs> to do with the fact that his show, that also rags on stuttering John, tends to borrow a lot of uh, content from the Dabblers Anonymous subreddit. So oh. they're they're piling on him a little bit. Well, why would they want him to use it? I would think. Would that like they own the content? Well, this whatever, is nothing whatever. new, by the way. Shuli's been getting hate since back when he was on the Stern Show. Yeah, yeah the, the Reddit Reddit is not a pretty place. Well, pretty. Radio Gunk is this show that's dedicated to the Howard Stern Show, and they were ragging on Shuli for years. And it's really? funny because Shuli tells the story how the host of that show, Monique, after he left the Stern Show, was like, hey, do you want to come on Radio Gunk? I'll do an interview with you. He's like... Go fuck yourself. You've been saying nothing but horrible things about me for years. You know, um, I, maybe I'm just out of it, but I, you know, I've listened to the show, Howard, there was a big period from like 2013 to 2018 when I listened a lot. And Shuli was, to me, one of the better things on the show. I mean, why would you I get agree. Red? I, by the way, Drew, this, this took me by surprise because when Shuli started his podcast, The Shuli Show, the very first episode, he called out Who Are These Podcasts. I didn't even know he'd heard of us. And he says, I hope I can get on Who Are These Podcasts someday. So I'm like, I reached out to him right away. Like, this is awesome. I loved you on the Stern Show. I'd love to do something with you. And after that's when I learned that there's a whole community of people who do not like Shuli at all. <laughs> well, the world no is idea. a mean, vicious place these days. But fortunately, we've got some shows that we're going to take a look at. And maybe this is something we can all enjoy as uh, Carlo's always trying to find out who are these podcasts. And, um, and you're going to dig a little deeper into a show that I had some problems with. It was... Uh, I guess are we starting with Emrata, Emily Ratajkowski? Yeah, we could do that. Now, you guys covered this last week, obviously. I, I like that Drew goes, I was going to give this to Carl. I'm like, no, we'll just do it. It was too good. I don't, it was so I good. Don't blame but, but you. We didn't cover it the way you cover it. We just had a, I just had a couple things in there I thought were incredible. But I knew if you did it for WATP, I thought it'd be a winner. I really well, did. Well, you, you covered the first 20 minutes or so. And the conversation goes on. Now, one of the things that you were talking about was how Bella Thorne thinks that anxiety was only discovered when she was a teenager. <laughs> no one had ever been anxious right. until she was a teenager. And she says that her anxiety caused issues with her digestive tract. If you play my, my track number one, <laughs> she explains what she, this did to her health. Um, I got like um, uh, an upper ostomy colonoscopy when I turned 18 uh. because of how bad 
my situation was and they were like oh yeah we found nothing it's just anxiety like take some xanax take some <laughs> of this and i don't believe in taking pills so that was like another thing and then i right. found weed and that helped me out a lot was so, she treated an upper digestive problem with weed <laughs> well there's a there's a bunch going on here now hmm. first of all i like that she says the doctor prescribed this, these medications. I don't take medications, but I will smoke illegal drugs all day. That's fine. Yeah, don't is, listen to the doctor. How unattractive is her voice? Would you ever think that was somebody that people wanted to, you know, nope. desired? Nope. Oh, well, speaking of her voice, this is my next track here. Number two is poor Bella Thorne has been living a lie her entire life because... I don't know if you guys know this, but she's had a manly voice since she was a child, and she had to fake it. Okay. I had to talk in a whole different voice. My voice has been this tone since I was that little. I've always had a deep voice, and people used to think it made me sound negative, um, and it made me sound like a man. So they literally, <laughs> like, I spoke in interviews. When you, like, look up these little clips of me when I'm speaking on the carpet, and you can hear my little tiny sweet voice. Wow, so you were and, acting all the time. Yeah, all the time. And that was, I think that that, also, when I turned a certain age, just made me like really just so angry and really sure. just hate who I was and all the lies that I had been spilling my whole <sighs> life. And, oh you know, saying my favorite color was pink. That drove me nuts. It's just too much to bear. So she, she, was, a, she was assigned favorite color. She was assigned a favorite color by Hollywood. Apparently, yes. She had to change her voice and her favorite color is pink. Those are the two examples she gives of how she had to live a lie. She hated when herself. She was. For she that. hated herself because Boy, of she's got high standards. But isn't it what she says that sounds negative? I mean, she says the most negative crap all the time. I, I have a note in here, and we're going to go through some more clips, but I have a note in here that usually excuses are used when you're not successful in life. This woman has every excuse why her life is terrible, and she's wildly successful. Yeah. yeah. I want someone to sit her down and be like, by the way, stop complaining. You're doing well. Yeah. No, it's, it's pretty amazing how much she has to complain about under the circumstances. And, I mean, she's had a million breaks, too. These things are all good. Oh, it, it's, it's nonstop. And there's a, a portion of the show that I didn't pull clips from because they talk about the sexualization of teenage girls in Hollywood <laughs> and how horrible this is, how difficult it was to be Bella Thorne. And I couldn't wear a bikini on the beach because I got yelled at, but then they wanted me to dress up for the red carpet. And I, which is it? Do you want me to be attractive or not? I can't figure it out. And there's pedophiles and predators <laughs> out there and they're going through this whole thing. And listen, Jesus. I'm sure a lot of this is true. I know Hollywood's pretty fucked. When it comes to that sort of thing. Of course. But but then after 20 minutes of talking about, listen to my track number four where they ask if you would let your daughter you kid, go to Hollywood to work. Left. Sorry, let me back it up. Hang on. If you had a kid, would you let them work in Hollywood or would you make them wait? I think it'd be depending on how much they harass me right. about it. Yeah, I think if they were just harassed and harassed and harassed, and then I'd be like, oh, my God, okay, kid, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's good parenting, though. Something you should just give in. Mom it's easier. Right there. Whatever you want, kid. Path of least resistance always yeah, with always. children. It's the best way to raise a kid. But Drew, you listen to this episode. Didn't that make their whole discussion before that kind of Ooh, moot? Yeah. Where she's just like, well, yeah, of course I let my kid be in Hollywood. Yeah. They wanted it bad enough. Like, oh, what? no, no. It's, it's absurd. And then the other thing is, 
they complain about being sexual and sexualized and objects at 14, 15. But look at them. Look at Emrata at 32. She's constantly sending temperatures soaring with her latest post You're on missing Instagram. The point. You're missing the point. It's not her fault. This is how she was groomed to do this her whole life. She well, had no other choice. She could have been a scientist. If it bothered her so much, she's in a position to change it. But she chooses not to. So it <laughs> can't be that see- bad. I, I was just watching Anthony Cumia's show, and he was showing photos. She was out with Eric Andre the other night on a yeah, date. Yeah. Did you already talk about that? No, 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 no. no. It, it was funny because they were showing photos of the two of them together, and they're like, even Eric Andre looks surprised he's out with this girl. <laughs> <laughs> he looks the most shocked. I know. I When I saw that, I was like, who's this Eric Andre guy? And I look at pictures like, wait, she's out with that guy? Really? That guy can go out with her? It's... And she's already jumped on his who's dated who, so it's... Uh, it reminded me of, um, Elisa Giordana told me that, you know, Stuttering John thought he could go out with her and fuck her, probably. And wow. I said, God, why... You said Stuttering John, and then she mentioned a couple of... I said, why don't all these people think that? And she said, oh, because I went out with Benji, so anybody, you know, thinks they can, they can be with me, because Benji was with me, because I guess Benji was heavy. And yeah. Benji. <laughs> so... So what you're saying is Eric Andre is going to get all of Pete Davidson's sloppy seconds. That's not bad. <laughs> not a bad gig if yeah. you can get it. No, I, I, I don't know much about Eric Andre. Is he a really outstanding comedian? Yeah, he's pretty good. He's just, he's yeah. different. He's yeah. different. He had, uh, okay. he, had, he had a show on Adult Swim that was basically a, a, just the wackiest night show possible. And that kind of jumped him into a new uh, comedic stratosphere. And since then, he's been able to do some movies. What was the one movie we watched, Mark, with bad, him in it? Bad Trip. Bad Trip, which was pretty oh, I got to check that out. So he is a big enough star to justify her? Yes. Sort I, of, I would kinda. say, yeah. Okay. Just asking. All right, let's get back to the trauma oh, that good. is being Bella Thorne and just how difficult of a life that she has. My, my track number five, I didn't even realize this happened. When I had cystic acne and everyone was like, she must do heroin or crack because what? her acne is so bad. No one ever, I've never heard no, of cystic no one, acne. No one ever said was that. Was that every zit turns into a cyst? Ugh. No Mark, everyone said that. No one said everyone. that. Everyone. I think Brandon said it. I'm pretty sure I heard Drew saying no it. Everyone said it. I want to Google her name and what is it? Cystic acne? Yeah, I'm yeah. doing it right now. Cystic. I don't remember. I've never heard of that before. It's like, well, everyone thought I was either on crack or heroin no, because of my complexion. Like, no, that's not a thing. Was her face just like somebody shot zits with a BB gun on it? I, I don't recall her being all <laughs> zitty either. There's a story no. from Yahoo that says Bella Thorne shows, shows off her glowing complexion after a years-long struggle with cystic acne, which, I don't know. Yeah, yeah every story is about her overcoming it. She overcame it. Well, I would like to get a hold of her medical records. <laughs> But those stories, though, you guys realize that this is just a publicist who writes these things up and sure. then they just reprint it word for word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, she's probably been asked to endorse something that gets rid of some kind of acne. And so, you know, oh, look at me. And I was uh, terrible, even though she was never in any terrible complexion. This will get rid of acne and help you kick heroin. Will you be <laughs> our spokesperson, please, for this? It's amazing new product. Yeah, I would think her lifestyle would not be real conducive to a great complexion from what I know of it. Now, they, they talk about how back in the day, and by the way, back in the day is like five or six years ago to these two. <laughs> they talk about how back in the day, it was fine for people to say like, oh, that 12-year-old girl is super sexy. and Look at how hot that 13-year-old girl is, which is not true. No. It's just that's never been a thing. No. no. But they're no, convinced of it. So my, my track number six, they're going to see if this has changed or not. Millie Bobby Brown would be a pretty good career to look out to mm-hmm. see if that is still happening yeah. because uh, she was very little and in the time growing up now where 
people are just starting to understand that you can't call her a sexy little girl anymore. Yeah. That's fucking weird because she's a little girl. So these people are battling the thinnest straw man that's ever existed in the world. Nobody's arguing the other side of this. No, I want to call Millie Bobby Brown a hot piece of ass. What's the problem here? I'm sorry. I'm slightly distracted because Brandon's going through uh, his appearance on the show and thumbs upping every comment that mentions him. Brandon! I am. I had to find it to link it in the notes. And now I'm just (laughs) just happy I'm not getting ripped to shreds, man. It could be a brutal community. (laughs) Thanks, Mark. Don't go to YouTube. Entertaining to me to watch you do that. Thanks, um, Carl. Did you happen to notice all the time that uh, Amrata said she was sorry about her? Every time she mentions her father, she, oh, I'm so sorry he died, which she didn't know when the show started. She just found out. But even though he I died like that she also tried ago. to predict how old she was when her dad died. What is that thing? <laughs> where instead of just asking the question, like, oh yeah, well, you were seven, right? No, I was eight. Like, why? Just, well, just ask if you don't know. Why, why she, try to predict it? She did no research whatsoever. She didn't know no. where she grew up. She didn't know anything. That's what's so weird about these podcasts when they throw a bunch of money at Emrata, and I assume she got a Spotify deal, didn't she? Did she oh, get a deal? I don't deal? know if she does or not. I, I yeah. think it was with Podcast One okay. or one, one of them. But yeah, she's she getting just, paid. Or... I think she was offered yeah. money to do yeah. a podcast. But then she just thinks, well, I'll just have a conversation. It'll be like calling my friend on the phone, and I'll have conversations with Bella Thorne and these famous people, and anybody would love to hear us talk about anything. There's no homework done whatsoever. If, if that's what she thought. She, I think she's misreading the people she has conversations with, because I don't think anybody wants to keep having a conversation with her. They probably want to get off the phone with her. No, kind of you vapid. guys are completely wrong about this. Emirata is spitting out so much information and so much facts that there's a moment here where Bella is blown away. Track number three, Bella is blown away <laughs> by the information that Emirata has. Wow, that just like, my brain needs to like take a moment just to like, just digest that for a moment. Yeah. Aye, aye, aye. That's what That's what you say when you have nothing to say. <laughs> what did she reveal to her? Dude, uh, Drew, uh, wouldn't you be embarrassed if you were interviewing someone and knew nothing about them? <laughs> of course, <laughs> yes. you're gonna do like some type of research and prep work. I don't, I don't get these people who just come out just like, all right. So, and then they guess it's something like you're from LA, right? Now I grew up in Florida. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like Jim Bentley doing a Dave Mason interview or something. It's so pathetic. I just can't believe uh. they consider those professional at anything. If you don't prepare for it, I would think you would know that. I would think you go, well, broadcasting, that's something that requires, there's got to be some skill involved to be good at it. I mean, some people are better than others, and I want to be one of the better ones. But that doesn't seem to click in with any of these celebrity podcasts, does it? And for the record, it was Sony Music Entertainment that is financially backing this podcast. Yeah. Have any feel for what someone like Emrata would get paid for this, probably, what, 12 podcasts or something? I'll look. Well, wow, it's uh, very in little. order to, to get her to get out of bed. I'm, yeah. I'm sure it's uh, five figures per episode at least, right? I, I figured, the highest paid model in the world. I figure it's got to be a million so. bucks or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, But what about, you know, when you go to people like Lindsay Lohan, for example, and you know they did throw money at her too, but I wonder, is probably about half that or less maybe. Wait, you think she gets a million dollars for doing the podcast? Emrata? Yeah. What Carl said is, positively true i don't think she'd get out of bed for less than a certain amount of money why would she bother she is she makes a ton of money i suppose and i think i think you know whoever these people are looks so dejected right now i I think it's i think that's i think she would do it for less to tell you the truth this poor guy his whole career in radio and he's like wait what (laughs) i know know. how much money it's really disturbing davidson (laughs) 
I mean, can you imagine <laughs> being considered to be a somewhat of an expert in your field? Well, maybe you're an architect, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, these people with huge platforms are doing architecture now. Holy fuck! They don't know what they're doing, and they're making all this money. Somebody's throwing a million dollars at them. I can't make more than $100,000 for a project. The I mean, it's the, unsettling. The real reason I'm surprised is it's got to have about 30 people working on it that you have to pay you know, peanuts too. Yeah, because you don't do anything. You just stand, sit in front of the mic and you have your conversation. So you're going to have a budget of, what, $1.5 for that piece of garbage? I think they're I, hoping to clicks. strike gold, like a call her daddy type thing, you know? I think they sell sell plenty of commercials for their commercials on there, right? Well, Carl, they had a couple at the beginning. contract, right? Yeah. I, if they expect it to grow. No, there's no way Emrata is going to do anything bet, that doesn't involve a lot of money. I bet you it's under the guise of, hey, you can make up to a million dollars an episode if you get so many listeners. I don't think she has to take a deal like that. But, madam, maybe she wants to do it. Some of these people. name I've ever heard. Some of these people do think they're great at broadcasting, like David Lee Roth when he took over. Oh, yeah. I know what I'm doing. Stern. I, are you kidding? I've been doing <laughs> interviews all my life. Yay! Yeah. And then he's on the Stern show for, what, three months before they go, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Awful. He is horrible. I don't know if you guys know this about Bella Thorne, but um, she came out of the closet. And my track number double zero here, um, she really is brave. I'm I'm proud of her. (laughs) I was going to say, we talked a lot about how you present in the world with your sexuality, but like, what about your personal journey and like coming out? What was that like for you? And how does it feel now to be somebody who's out? At first it felt great. Mm -hmm. And then it was a little shitty for a while because... I did it at a time where it wasn't cool yet. <laughs> she and came out as bisexual like in 2016. Yeah. That's back in the day, Carl. 2016. Yeah, 20, 2016. It was very cool to be bisexual. Absolutely. Me, People rave. People wait, congratulate wait. them nonstop. They're so happy. Wait, not only that, but gay marriage was legal then, right? So Generally, yeah. No, it was. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is, this is insane that she would act yeah. like this was so brave of her to come out. It's bisexual. And by the way, now she's pansexual. Yes. Which is a weird thing because it's like, oh, I'll, I'll sleep with anyone. But it's Bella <laughs> Thorne, so probably not. Probably almost no one. By the way, this idea that you present your sexuality, I feel like this is something that you only need to do in your circle of people who would be affected by it. Is there really a need for people like her to present their sexuality and what it currently is all the time and their new pronouns? I mean, it seems Demi- performative, doesn't it? Uh, Even the way they, they say that you present your sexuality, it seems performative. Yeah, it seems like presenting. They, yeah, um, Demi yeah. Lovato just changed her pronouns, and I thought, I don't need to know her new pronouns. Am I really going to make a note? Oh, Demi Lovato's pronouns. I this is very important. <laughs> well, then you have to remember. <laughs> How many people really need to know what her pronouns are at all? And then you have to see the news story that she changed them back, and you have to write down that you need to use the other pronouns. <laughs> it's again. fucking stupid. Yeah. Oh, else is she going to stay relevant? And well, guys. <laughs> I don't think you realize how difficult it's been for poor Bella Thorne and her career. My track number seven really breaks down how difficult this has been for her. There is a game, but the rules are completely unfair Mm -hmm. and you are playing it and you're like trying to navigate somebody switching up the rules on you at any given second, literally from when you're 10 or when you're 23 Mm -hmm. or 25, whatever. And they're like, no, 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 be this way, but be this way. And you're like, I'm just trying to succeed here. And also now as an adult, be who I am. Mm -hmm. Right. She's a musical artist. She's an actor. She's a model. She's doing it all. She has a net worth of $12 million. What are these excuses they're coming up with? Like, oh, man, your life has been so tough. I'm sure it's not been easy, but 
you can't sit here and be like, yeah, everyone's against me. I just, they keep changing the rules on me. I can't do anything. She does whatever the fuck she wants. Remember, she was the first star on OnlyFans. She made a million dollars in one day. Then, did you know she started her own OnlyFans platform? With her mom. And brought all these all these OnlyFans people over there who then claimed that they got ripped off brutally. Yeah, with her mom running it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she does to whatever she wants. on the internet when your mom's the CEO. <laughs> <laughs> she does whatever the fuck she wants. What rules is she talking about? It's insane. The, by the way, Drew, I was getting so angry, and I, I appreciate you sending me this uh, last week when you did. I was getting so angry listening to these two complain I know, about tough. life so much. Like, you both have hot chick privilege. You both are <laughs> have, have had so much success. Yeah. No, it's but, they're, but they're unlucky in love. <laughs> yeah. I, I have to tell you, Carl, you know, people that come on your show so often say, Oh my God, I didn't realize that I have to listen to this 50 minute. This is horrible. The preparation is really the hardest part because once you get the, the cups, the cuts separated out, it's really fun to hear them in or out of context, however you present them, usually in context, I would say. But God, that's a tough job to listen to shitty podcasts and listening to these two bitch and complain for 45 minutes. Holy shit, it isn't easy. Brandon, you comment on that? Uh, well, yeah. It's, oh, you it, Chet Hanks, that's right. I, I did. I, I enjoyed <laughs> it because I do love Chet Hanks. But you can always tell when you listen to one of Carl's shows and one of the co-hosts is just extremely angry with Carl right out of the gate because, oh, I had to listen. You know that it was a terrible show. Basically, Carl's listening to the show and summing it up so you don't have to. So that's that's the good things about WATP. In fact, I'm actually now a Patreon subscriber. I am a bag Whoa. slapper. I got shit-faced on New Year's Eve, made a drunken purchase, bought the yes. entire year. And to yeah. tell you the truth, I'm really enjoying it because the, what I wanted to do was I wanted to go through the stuttering John easy for you to say. You have ten parts that are bonus episodes Patreon only. Oh, I'm God. only through three, and I've been Dying laughing listening to that. Those are really good. You just did the chapter on, was it uh, Fred? Yeah. So wow. John shits on everyone he used to work with. He does four <laughs> chapters in a row shitting on Jackie Martling for some reason. <laughs> and then Fred Norris, who's just the quiet guy, very lovable dude. He shits on likes him. Everyone likes Fred. He shits over Fred. And then you got to love it, Drew, because the last sentence is, but I love the guy. So that makes everything okay. <laughs> no, but these these bonus episodes, have they've already made my Patreon purchase worth it. In fact, I'm, I've been dying. I've only listened to the first three bonus ones of the easy for you to say. But the way that Stuttering John lists things, he lists <laughs> them by A, B, C. He goes all the way to like the J. And normally, yeah. when people are listing things, you know, hey, one, two, three. But I've never heard anybody say, okay, letter H. This is the reason why. It's so it's so crazy, but I love it. It's, it's the best part of the Patreon for me. Does he say about virtually everyone he's ever worked with that they can dish it out, but they can't take it? Because he yes. can't take it at all, but he says that about everyone. It's, it's rather incredible. It's unbelievable when he says his best friend on the show was Jackie Martling and then has four chapters telling you what a piece of shit Jackie Martling is. Like, this is your autobiography. This isn't like a roast book. What are you doing? What's what's his status now? I, You know, you had an, an episode maybe a week or a week and a half ago where he, the people that work with him were suggesting that he left them high and dry, and I didn't know what that meant. It just, I mean, they were kind of at the last second, I guess, told, uh, you can just go fuck off for a while. I'm not doing anything. Yeah, his ex-moderators, especially Benny Loco, 
who was a strong supporter of Centering John for a long time, would be on every episode, not getting paid, moderating the chat, kicking out the trolls, doing all this work for him. <laughs> she is so pissed because he just packed up and left the show without telling anyone he was going to do that. And so all these people who would go watch his show every day, you know, three days a week, four, four times a week, they're all just like, what, what, what happened to this guy? So Benny Loco has been coming out and talking about how he's an alcoholic and he's a loser. And like, she's really blasting him online, letting him have it. He straight. doesn't pay anyone on his show. He takes all the, well, there's no money. So I guess he takes what little money there is and pays no one else anything. <laughs> yeah. Even if you give him 20% of zero, that's still not a lot of money. <laughs> All right, well, we've got some, uh, are we done with the cuts from Emrata? We are, and okay. I want to shift gears because Brandon actually turned me on to this podcast. It's called One Degree of Scandalous with Cato Kalin and Tom Zenner. <laughs> and Drew, I know you're a big TMZ fan. I don't know if you saw the recent news over the holiday break with Cato Kalin. I didn't. Oh, well, track number eight, this is going to get right into it. I, you haven't had anything going on in the last couple of days either. I haven't like seen your name anywhere. It's been kind of a dead week for you, hasn't it? <laughs> you know, it's so funny. <laughs> I, I'm amazed that uh, it must have been a slow news day that TMZ, our friends, Harvey and, of course, Dax host the show. I, I couldn't get on in time. Uh, they wrote this whole article about me, you know, stealing oranges. What oh was it called? God. The felonious fruit caper. Apparently there's a video of Cato grabbing oranges out of a, a tree in someone's yard. Someone took a video of that, sent it into TMZ, so they had a whole <laughs> news piece about it. Nice sound quality, by the way. Yeah, I know. Cato sounds like shit. Well, the one we watched when uh, he had Jason Alexander on, it wasn't that bad, was it? I didn't it wasn't so. great, but it wasn't we were that bad. We are both in the studio together, though. Yeah, Did, they're not in the studio together on this one. Well, I think that's good. why. Did yeah. you do the so Jason you, Alexander episode, Britney's ex-husband? I, I did not listen to that one, though. Okay. No. Oh, I'm still excited. It's great. Yeah, I, all right. Cato has done every reality thing. You, I mean, his. If you go to his Wikipedia, you cannot believe how much shit he has done. None of it adds up to anything. I, I kind of like him though. He's a hustler. He's just not good at it. Oh, no. he's terrible at no, it. No, he's bad. Which I'm going to show you how bad he is. <laughs> but he, he seems think, like an all right guy. I guess. He was nice. With, with the, number of, yeah. the number of Hollywood connections he has and relationships, if he had any talent at all, he'd yeah. be doing something with it. You can tell he does not. Mm. So, also, I have a question for you. Maybe one of you guys understand this. The title of the show, One Degree of Scandalous. What the fuck does that, that mean? No one knows what that means. I, I guess it's because he's the, you know, because he was related to the OJ scandal. Right? Is that? Right. I, I, I suppose. It's a stupid title. He's by no it's means terrible. an expert yeah. on scandals, though, to my knowledge, unless Carl <laughs> tells me different. All right. So track number nine, Cato is going to explain what happened with this whole thing where he's taking the orange oh out of the God. tree. And I just want you to know that he does refer to himself in the third person. Here, which is fun. <laughs> I always ask permission, usually, if I'm going to take any oranges off the trees. And by the way, if you watch, and I'm telling people, there's a video on TMZ where it shows Cato supposedly stealing oranges, <laughs> which I'm not. If you look, if you really look at the video, you can see I'm talking to the man going, go ahead, take those. But he goes, those oranges in front they're not ripe yet. Those are blood oranges. Blood oranges. <laughs> oh, oh great quality again. I don't ask for yeah. permission. <laughs> Here's the <laughs> video. <right? laughs> he just walks up to some dude's tree in the front yard, starts picking them, and then his girlfriend's like pulling him off. Like, no, don't. So that's why it made stories. Oh, my yeah. God. This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. 
Jesus well, he's Christ. he's got a joke about that. Oh, and uh, by is. the way, I had in my notes, David Lee Roth would not ask for permission. <laughs> Thank you, Brandon, for being on top of that. You're welcome. Wait, but, why, why does he oh, get the credit? Is that Mark? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry, Mark. Good job. <laughs> My my track number uh, ten here is he talks because his his wife is Chinese so he makes a joke. Oh, oh boy! And my wife being Chinese, she goes, "No, I only want Mandarin oranges." I'm kidding. And <laughs> <laughs> nothing really packs a punch in a joke when you follow it up with, "I'm kidding." He he did stand up for a while too. I know <laughs> he's done everything. Who, who was better, Guys. him or Ron Jeremy doing stand up? Serious question. I just wonder. Because they're both I, terrible. Boy, that's a really, cl- that's hard to say. I'd have to study it. They're both <laughs> terrible. Fucking terrible. Really? What, what about Stuttering John or Kato Kalen? Ooh. I'm going to go with Kato. I'm going with Kato. I heard Stuttering John say, I think this was on your show, Carl, something to the effect that, oh, yeah, we we're going to put this thing together. We were talking about getting so-and-so and Andy Dick, but Andy Dick's not really a, a traditional stand-up. Like, he is such a stand-up. Andy Dick on stage, he's done plenty of stand-up. He's not a traditional stand-up, but he's fucking funnier than John by a mile. Yeah, John wanted to do a Dude, Where's My Car stand-up show. Oh, that's right. I guess him and Hell Sparks both have cameos in that, and I guess Andy Dick does too. So, but yeah, he, he had to put down Andy Dick for some reason. Like, John's just amazing. Yeah, John tries to put down everyone. He's so yeah. funny, and Andy Dick, now nah, he couldn't cut the mustard. He's Bullshit. Oh, my God. He is so now, amazing. Tom asks Cato, Tell me about where you were. What happened when you saw that you were on TMZ, that this was the big news story? And again, by track number 11, Cato's got the jokes going. Here's how my day started. So uh, Shengi and I are just hanging out in the parking lot of a Home Depot. Next thing you know, I picked up that I'm, I, I, I'm stealing oranges. I'm kidding. That's a joke. If you ever go to Home Depot, you're looking for work. Uh, <sighs> you guys get it? He's, can- he's canceled. I'm going to cancel God, him for that. The quality he's is so of, fucking bad. He's making fun of undocumented workers that wait at Home Depot for jobs. Carl, is there a show you can think of with worse sound quality than this? No, the sound quality is so obnoxious, and I apologize for that because what I really want to highlight <laughs> is how bad Kato Kalen is at telling jokes. <laughs> <laughs> we have to get past the sound quality because it's, it's bad. I, 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 I can I deal with it. No, wait, it amuses I, me. He followed, really up, he followed up that joke again with, just kidding. Like, immediately yeah. after you deliver the joke. That's yeah, yeah. He's, he's like, no, no, I'm not actually uh, an illegal Mexican. No, 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 no. That's no. a shtick. That's, yeah. That's a shtick. Yeah. It's because the joke was so bad. People right. always laugh when he says, just kidding. I actually thought for a second he was hanging out outside Home Depot <laughs> because it seems plausible. <laughs> Maybe that's why he said, just kidding. Yeah. His, his co-host Sam's going, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, totally. Yeah, I can see you He just got out. off the shift. You had nothing else going on in your life. Why wouldn't you be hanging out outside Home Depot? All right, you guys ready for some more zingers? Yes. Yeah. From Kato Kayla. So, track number 12, because, uh, you know, stealing oranges, OJ, you know? Oh, no. Jesus Christ. And it's just funny that the neighbors are taping, that they're taping it, and I uh, don't know if they sold it or what, but they give it to TMZ. And it's the uh, stealing oranges, uh, of course, the comparison, or- oranges and OJ. I was hoping it'd be a grapefruit tree, but no luck. Just kidding. <laughs> Get it, guys? He's hoping to be a grapefruit tree. I know, because he's so ashamed of his connection to OJ. He talks about OJ a lot, by the way. No, <laughs> I know. That's to be 28 years ago. But that's yeah. what he's known for. Well, now he's known for comedy, guys. Track number 14, here comes another zinger. It does, it's kind of flattering, though, to know that you're still that relevant, right? I mean, where they could get a, a full run on that thing. And, you know, Harvey had a, had a kick with that. 
Um, but come on, there's there's very few people on the planet that can you know have as much fun with it as you, right? Oh, and yeah, I think yeah. they understand that. Yeah, I, I think so. I think also people want to give away their stuff. I mean, honestly, oranges and and uh, citrus fruits fruits are so expensive out here in California. I mean, it's getting to be that I can only afford to shop at Half Foods. Tom, do we have a drum roll? Just kidding. Oh, Jesus Christ. Get it? Not Whole Half Foods. Foods. Yeah. And the guy called him relevant. That is one of the last <laughs> words I would use to describe Cato Kalen. I'd say Adam Rich was as relevant before he died as Cato Kalen. That's what's so funny about this is Cato has his own podcast and he actually made the news for something. So he did an entire episode dedicated <laughs> to this on New Year's Eve. If you play my track number 13, they couldn't be happier with this news story coming out and what it does for their show. Oh my God. Uh, one degree of scandalous, how to end the year on our show with me being a scandal. I that was that, the best Christmas present I got with you <laughs> being on the you know center stage on TMZ. Thank you. I didn't have to book a guest. That's the loosest definition of a scandal. Ooh, man, <laughs> thank a whole took an orange. episode on that. I mean, gee, talk about low standards. Do you have any idea how well this show does? How many ratings does it have? Or oh, that's a good question. Or I mean, also, I can, who, I can look it up on. You were wondering who is that other host, right? We couldn't yeah, find I, out. I looked any, him up. I couldn't. I couldn't find out him. any information about who this host of this show is. Wait, a sec, you're telling me that Cato Kalen has another non-famous person he does a show with? I'm shocked. <laughs> what the I thought there'd be some bio. His name is Tom Zenner, and yeah, I can't find much on What's him. What's it called? Either. One degree of scandalous. Scandalous, scandalous with Cato yeah. Kalen and Tom uh, Zenner, and it has what I see: 39 ratings, 4.6. Oh. And how long has it been around? Oh God. It's it's a 4.6. Holy shit. How can that be? Well, mm. because it's only their friends and family. Oh, that's right? true. Yeah, friends and family do the first 20. So Looks yeah. like they kicked off in May. Yeah, if they get another oh. 50 uh, reviews, it'll go down to about three. Well, I think they're going to get more positive reviews because he's got more jokes, guys. Oh, great. Oh, right. I'm kind of, I'm Track right here number for 15. Get ready to hold your sides. <laughs> right. That's Drew Barrymore on his cover. And uh, maybe that's not me. That's Brad Pitt. I'm his brother, Armpit. <laughs> Why the scandal really bore fruit, didn't it? <laughs> no, wait. I'm not finished holding my sides. <laughs> I just want to point out. I think that Brad Dodd actually had a real laugh from that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think he liked that. One. I think I was chuckling because of how bad it was. Oh, All right. Since, since you like his sense of humor, Brad Dodd, I got one more for you. They're gonna end the show. They're going to end the year with one more joke. I, I'm surprised you didn't ask me. I knew Barbara Walters. You didn't ask me if I knew Pope Benedict. Did you? Oh, my God. No. <laughs> I pray for him. He, just, he just passed away, too. Yes, okay. The Isn't one that, celebrity that you didn't have dinner with back I, in the day. Okay? Well, I, I'll see you at communion. Maybe you went to confession. Maybe you confessed some sins to him. Who knows? What? Yeah, but you got to love the Pope. Come on, he dresses like Elvis. I mean... I always love the scene where the Pope would get off the airplane. The first thing he does is kiss the ground. And, and this time he did it for real because he was on Spirit Airlines. But seriously, Tom, I'm not going to stop joking. No, not do not. Stop. That's going to be the final joke in 2022. Kato, you are the man. Love you. Have a great night. I'll see you in 2023, okay? Don't stop joking. He is the man. I love it. He you is. know, it's not funny, but, um, but you know, I get it. <laughs>
And boy, are the Pope's arms tired. Am I right, people? But in all seriousness, though, Honestly, thanks for having me. The funniest part in that is that that guy thought he really knew Pope Benedict. <laughs> I know. Like he he goes, oh, do you, oh, we wow. have a scoop here. Do you know? I'm like, no. Uh, of course not. Well, you ran into so many people back in the day. Pope Benedict 22 or how long? Want some insight on the trial back in 94. <laughs> 1994, Pope Benedict. No one knew who he was. Talking about. Get oh, my here. God. Wow. So, Carl, was that that's the last cut, I assume. It is, yes. How's DabbleFest coming along? I know you're selling tickets for your event in February. Such on con. Thank you for asking. DabbleCon Dabble is what con. it's called. Sorry. Is uh, February 3rd and 4th at the Comedy Carlson here in Rochester, New York. And I just had a meeting today with Shuley and Bob Levy and Mike Morse and uh, Vinny Paulino. A bunch of the people involved in this show were kind of mapping out everything. And it's going to be a blast. I, we have a lot of people working behind the scenes on this. The, uh, the Dabby Award Ceremony, the first ever Dabby Awards, is happening that Saturday night, February 4th. And you should wear your brother's ill-fitting suit to come to this one, because it is going to be an amazing event. Can you tease me with a category for the dabbies? Yes. Yeah, so um, we have um, best drool. <laughs> it's going to be, hold on, let me look up the categories for you real quick. There are quick several because... videos in, that I've seen, thanks to Dabblers Anonymous, of stuttering John and just excess amounts of water <laughs> falling out of his mouth. I'd like to hear the best, uh, I can't think of the word for it, but stuttering John stalling for time when he, uh, uh. You had one that was right. like 30 seconds long, but there's multiple ones that you could vote on technically. It'd be fun uh, to listen to them all. <laughs> we have the Who does um, that? creepiest sex brag, the most hilarious <laughs> face freeze. <laughs> We have the drunkest appearance, the most obvious lie, most hypocritical rant, most incriminating anecdote, <laughs> and one of my favorite, the most put off guest. He gets these guests out there who are just like, all right, well, I gotta go. <laughs> you could have the guest most desperate to leave because there have been so many guests who seem to yeah. want to go and they, they end up being stuck there another 10, 15 minutes. Well, John would be like, oh, not so fast. I got you for an hour. They're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Carl, do you have any predictions on what John will do in 2023? Will he return to podcasting? Will he shift to a different medium? What's going on? I think he's going to go to rehab and get his shit together. No, of course not. <laughs> he's going to come back to podcasting. He needs attention. He's been real thirsty lately. He keeps tweeting things out to people, trying to hint at I'm not coming back or, you know, all these different things that he's doing. So he's thirsty. He needs attention. He's, he's going to come back to podcasting. He's doing a lot of throwback tweets where he's like, hey, remember when I did this? And then anytime anybody... Yeah, when you have nothing current to talk about, that's what people do, like Adam Rich. Right, but <laughs> if, went to his Twitter, if somebody responds, like in his mentions about, you know, like, this was a stupid post or this and that, he, he just posts a, a gif of Charlie Brown, you know, missing the football kick or whatever. I, so I think right now he's just on a block party, blocking everybody on Twitter that he possibly can. Yeah, he put out a tweet. So he puts something out, and then he goes, oh, that was a trap to find out who the trolls are. Now I blocked you all. As yeah. if he's playing 40 chests over there. <laughs> oh, he's so brilliant. Good <laughs> God. Know. No, I can't wait till he starts doing a show again. He's going to get away from Trump, though. Isn't he going to start something new? Like, he's he's dabbled. Remember when he said, uh, I'm starting a new Hollywood podcast? I don't think so. And that was a debacle. He did no prep for it whatsoever. It was horrible. Did he do it twice or three times? I mean, it faded fast, didn't it? 
Yeah, he had like three or four episodes. It was, it was called What's Bugging Me About Hollywood. <laughs> and the best part was he got a guy he used to work with at The Tonight Show to make his intro video. <laughs> and the intro video, because it's called What's Bugging Me About Hollywood, had all these bugs running around on John's face and into his <laughs> mouth and stuff like that. And the guy who made it didn't realize that he has yeah, cockroaches in his house and we make fun of him for that. So John played the video, I think, one time. Oh. And then he's like, right, I'm not playing that anymore. And oh did he God. also not fade from a show? He's going, oh, we're going to relive the Howard Stern show. Show, uh, with my weekly Howard Stern show. That's show. right. I forgot he was going to do start doing a Sunday show, and he, I think he had like Grillo on or like you know one of the other interns or something. It faded, and then though, yeah, didn't that it? went away right yeah. away. Yeah. So what could he possibly? I gotta believe it's got to be something that celebrates. I can't think of anything current he could really do. He does no prep. I mean, if he didn't have Richard, uh, what's his name? Ojeda. Ojeda. I mean, how could he have possibly kept that show going as long as he did? I would think he'd do a Stern show, to, you know, Tonight Show, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar roast show, something that celebrated <laughs> him, because he can always talk about him. But, I mean, he's been over those things so many times. That's I got to think that he will come back with a political show. The only reason why I think that is because you get these people who are either running for office or they consider themselves political pundits or authors. They always will go available. on any show. Yeah. Very easy to book that show. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. I saw something you had him with Doug Stanhope, and I was like, wow, Doug Stanhope thought it was okay to go on Stuttering John? Because I love Doug, and it was yeah. obvious that he thought, oh, Stuttering John, idiot from the Stern. Yeah, I'll do that. Because people know of him, but when does it reach the point where anyone in entertainment knows that it's just poison to go on his show because it's so ridiculous? Well, I'm not helping because anytime someone goes on their show, I pull <laughs> clips of it, put it up on YouTube of us goofing at it, no, I, and it gets 80 times as many views as John's show. So. I think we're getting close. I mean, honestly, it seems like it's it's friends, quote unquote, from the old shows, and that's about it. I, I think it's because Hal Sparks is done, right? Hal Sparks is definitely done with John. Richard Ojeda is not done with John. I, I hope those two combined forces. There were <sighs> rumors that John was going to start his own network behind a paywall similar to what Anthony Cumia is doing. Uh, I think that's fallen through because John has no money <laughs> and no clue to do something like that. Oh, so, my God. We'll see. We'll see okay. what happens. But he was supposed to be back January 14th. Now I'm seeing that he's not coming back. He really wants money from Shuley. That's his big thing right now. He's been saying, he's, he's come out and said, if Shuley will pay him directly, he'll put out more shows because he thinks that Shuley needs him to be successful. Well, will Shuley pay him? No, I, well, I don't know. Maybe he will. I, they, those guys have said they want to make him part of the show. I think that'd probably be the death of the show. But, yeah, you know, I agree. they're going to do what they're going to do. It's funny because John actually did say he would come to DabbleCon for $10,000. Oh that was God. the price he put on him showing up to this thing. That's just too much. I mean, 5000 we could probably come up with 5000 Well, I was just talking to, to Anthony. I was just, just called into his show. And he was going, the smartest thing he could do is just show up there. Yeah, you don't, you don't have to get paid. Just show up and be the hero and be in on the joke. And this, I mean, it probably all goes away, right? If you're, you're in on the joke, and, no, you'd have to like him. You'd have to like him a little more for doing that. Yeah, but John can't do that. No, no, he can't. He's too big a star. <laughs> That's why I love him. That's why he's the best. <laughs> all right, Carl. Uh, thanks so much, and uh, we'll talk to you in two weeks. Yes. By the way, I missed you guys. It's been a month, so yes. good talking to you again. Um, 
Brandon mentioned the Patreon. Thanks for signing up for that. I saw that it came in at 2 a.m. Uh, on January 1st, I sent him a note, and immediately he's like, oh, yeah, I was drunk. Like, I was, <laughs> but I don't regret my purchase. I've been having such a good time with the easy-for-you-to-say readings. Oh, it's well, great. I'm I'm doing a show tomorrow I'm excited about. I think it's going to come out this weekend coming up, but it's going to be on our Patreon. It's a crossover with the Blind Mike Geary show, Why Are You Laughing? And we're going to be breaking down that Howard Stern leaked meeting Oh, where he had the PowerPoint presentation oh, for the whole yeah. staff. The Pelican yeah. brief. That's when everything the changed. Pelican brief. Yeah. Yes. All right. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Sounds great, Carl. Thanks, we'll you guys. You. All Take right, care. Carl, brought to you Later. by Hall Financial and then the Hall Financial Zoom line to boot. And let's see, this is probably a good time to mention our friend Luke Nowacki. And Luke, you know, is a big financial decision maker, a shooter. He would love to help you come up with a financial plan if you don't have one, or maybe you just need to make a difficult decision, like uh, a new home, a new car, or whatever it might be. It's important to know how this decision could affect your current and future financial goals. If it's anything in this arena, Luke Nowacki is a great guy to talk to, and he's got a whole team of people at MFC Pinnacle Wealth Strategies that can help you plan for all your financial goals, both today and into the future. Call Luke at 248-663-4748 for a complimentary consultation to see if your plan aligns with your goals. Security Investment Advisory Services offered through Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated. Member FINRASIPC. Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated is separately owned in other entities and our marketing names, product, service, reference here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates. And uh, our friend, let's see, everyone's our friend, of course. NordVPN help protect you against bandwidth throttling from internet service providers where ISPs will slow down your internet towards the end of your contract to allow you to upgrade, to get you to upgrade, I should say, allowing you to switch your IP address to get access to Netflix, Disney Plus in other countries for cheaper prices. YouTube Premium for less in foreign countries than in the U.S. Unparalleled browsing security and protection from hacking of personal data. Grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash dams or use the code DAMS to get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan, plus one additional month for free and a bonus gift. It's risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. And uh, PAM, Public Adjusters of Michigan, because they represent you, the insured, for property insurance claims. If your pipes burst or you have some sort of insurance claim to be made on your home, call PAM first. They get you more money, and they handle the entire process, my favorite part. So you don't have to sit on hold. You don't have to wait for calls back. You don't have to do something when you miss a call or uh, when they're calling you back. Be aware of, uh, gee, is this them or what? No. Pam gets you more money and they do all the work. Why wouldn't you have them do it? Go to callpamfirst.com. That's callpamfirst.com or click the Pam logo on the website. And I know Pam's been, Pam was a really good thing for, for Robert. And then we got involved and it's really, I mean, he is a busy guy with a great, a great idea, man. I got to tell you, there's so much need for people to cut through bullshit. Yeah. And it seems like it's a new part of the service industry in a lot of places. To make calls that people don't want to deal with. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, and, and they're very good at it. And they're very, very, very persistent. So, um, let's see. We did not talk. Uh, I think I mentioned this, that uh, there's a Supreme Court justice, a Michigan Supreme Court justice, who hired a clerk who had an armed robbery uh, conviction along with shooting a gun at police. We talked about it a little bit yesterday, yeah. He did 14 years in prison. He's out. And what do you know? A Michigan Supreme Court justice hires him as a law clerk. And I thought, God, that's just, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know how you can say that 
it seems to me you can hire someone who's had problems. Everybody needs a place to land. But when someone has that much disrespect for the legal system, they shoot a gun at a police officer. I think that's a little over the edge. So should he not be a lawyer? Because that's kind of what that was my problem. I didn't know you could shoot at a police officer and get a law degree. I really didn't know that. Well, what I mean, yeah, I mean that's a felony. You can have felonies and be a, uh, a a lawyer. I thought the way Bernstein handled it was fucking ridiculous. Oh, Bernstein. Well, here's what I think is ridiculous. You mean that he brought it up? Yeah, and kind of blasted her publicly instead of you know talking to her about it. But why why have a parole system if a person's not supposed to be rehabilitated? Now, perceptually, but yeah, we know they don't pers- rehabilitate people. Okay. We don't. I mean, do we think that people are rehabilitated when they come out of prison? Because it sure doesn't seem like they are. They seem well, to do it over and over. Anyone. Then why parole anyone? Well, to be honest, in some cases, I don't know why they parole certain people. But I, I was on Team Richard Bernstein because I feel like, okay. what the fuck? You mean to tell me? Okay, because here's what happened. Michigan Supreme Court Justice Richard Bernstein, um, he called it out and the guy resigned. And so... Today, and this is the part I'm mad about, Richard Bernstein apologized to the Supreme Court justice who hired this guy that committed armed robbery and shot at police. He apologized for doing that, and rather than accepting the apology, I saw nothing but people bitching, including Representative Lori Pahutsky, a Democrat from Livonia, who says, this is not an apology. He's just accepting accountability for costing someone his job. He didn't cost him his job. The guy quit. So, in other words, the guy can keep the job if it's a secret. As long as it's a secret, it's okay. But if everyone knows, then it's not okay. Well, what does kinda, that mean? Well, it's kind of like Bernstein's rules where it's okay if he's a lawyer, just not, he cannot, he's not allowed to clerk on the Michigan Supreme Court. I didn't know you could have a felony like that and be a lawyer. I did not know well, that. I mean, the point being, whether you... I mean, Is he I, a I guess, lawyer? Yeah, yeah. He what, He spent 14 years in prison. Well, but then you can I, choose listen, to work with him. That, this is a big job, working for I a know. Michigan Supreme Court justice. Aren't there people dying to be clerks for this... Who have uh, who have followed the I'm, law? Yeah, no yeah, ones who haven't shot at people. All right, well, you guys tell him what he want, what he can do. Then I don't know. I'm not telling anyone what they can do, but I don't think there's anything wrong with pointing out that hey, this Supreme Court justice just hired a guy who shot at police and was an armed robber, and now he's apologizing. Well, the guy who shot at police, I don't hear him apologizing. I hear people saying, "Oh my God, it cost him his job." I think that's bullshit. He didn't have to quit. Why did he resign? Because he didn't want to be a distraction, and he clearly was. Well, why is it a distraction? Was... It's, a, it's a distraction if someone says something about it. If, if no one knows, as long as it's a secret, it's okay. That was I don't the distraction. Get it. Uh, I, he, I, I'm just, because it's funny, Leduff and I had a big conversation about this um, off the air, and he kind of he changed my mind a little bit about it, because he said, the guy spent 14 years in prison, He's paroled in 08. He goes and gets a law degree. He's a doctoral student now um, at the Ford uh, Public Policy School. What do you What do you want these people to do? If you don't want If you don't want them to go on with their life, then don't parole them. Keep everybody locked up. Then. Well, if, if I were the guy competing with him for the job, I'd be pretty fucking pissed. <laughs> I would say, well, if a guy who's I'll been be in prison yourself, 14 then. years and and shoots at a police officer and I can't get a clerking job ahead of him, boy, that's pretty bad. I mean, there must be something horribly wrong with me. Um, I'm not saying I don't want the guy to ever work again, but it seems to me you give up certain things when you shoot at the police. When you commit armed robbery and you shoot at the police, I think you're giving up a lot of stuff. There's no excuse for it. But, I mean... If I'm Richard Bernstein, why should he fucking apologize? 
To me, well, I think it's the way he's letting people know. Oh, you know, this is kind of unusual. I, I think it's the way he came out and blasted her um, without talking to her about it beforehand. It's a little weird. Um, but, but if he wants to do it publicly, he's allowed to do it publicly, and that's what he chose well, to do. I mean, it seems to me obviously is, he feels bad about it because he apologized. I mean, it's apparently kind of a shitty the, way to to, uh, to do it. But apparently, people don't like it because the guy resigned. Now, as long as people don't know, then it's okay. He can have this great job working for uh, the Supreme Court Justice of Michigan. He can have this, this job, I'm sure, is in great demand. I mean, the as just, long as nobody knows. The justice that hired him knew. Isn't that what matters? Uh, you know, well, Bridget McCormick, who is that really fair? Bridget, Bridget McCormick, who kind of weaselly stepped down, taught him and, and recommended him. I don't know why she didn't hire him, but I, well, I'd like I mean, to if, see you, what, if you don't ever want any felons to ever get a job, then just keep them all locked up. No, I, I think I'll just go back to what I said. When you are, are an armed robber and you shoot your gun at the police. Now, maybe that used to be a big deal. Maybe it's not such a big deal anymore. A, I think it's a big deal. It is a big deal. It's a huge deal. I it, think it's the, the I think it's the job itself. This is the Michigan Yeah, he's representing Supreme the system. Court. He's a clerk. He shot a fucking gun. Yeah, but he works okay. for a Supreme Court justice. Right. I don't you know. Put Bernstein, a Twitter poll. Let's do a Twitter poll. You and Bernstein can decide where do a Twitter he poll. can work. Do a Twitter poll. You should hire him, Mark. I don't want. I don't see. want him working for me. I don't, do a not, Twitter. Not a let's justice. do a Twitter poll. Just ask Twitter uh, what I'm, they think. I'm sure everyone's going to agree with you anyway. So, it, I mean, why? Just, they don't even know that I'm on this side. Because there's a lot of nuance to it, other than he's a he's a felon who shot at a cop and then was hired for the Michigan Supreme Court. I think the wor- worst part about it is how Bernstein handled it. I think shooting at an officer is a lot worse than okay, then Richard lo- Bernstein. Then, then, don't, then either don't parole him or lock him up for more than 14 years. I'm not saying anything about locking up. If he sit 14 years, that's a long time. If he has a law degree, what's, that's great. Then but what's the appropriate punishment for him? He, his punishment is that he shot at a cop and he was an armed robber, and that takes away certain options for you. He can't run for president. He probably can't run for a lot of offices. He probably can't get a lot of jobs probably can't because he changed his life when he did that. Yeah. If he had not yeah, missed what, the cop, he's lucky his aim sucks. If what, he had hit the cop, his life would be a whole lot absolutely. different. Absolutely, and thank God his aim sucks. If, if he would have killed that cop, do you think he should have had the job? Or because he well, didn't I, kill it, he can have the job? If he did, if he, if he hit him, he should be locked up for far more than 14 years. Well, I think he got, a lo- I think he got very lucky that he missed him. He absolutely did. But I don't think it changed what he did. He shot at the cop. I don't know. I I would love to see what Twitter would say about it. I have a feeling most people do not agree with him getting that job. And if I were somebody applying for it, I'd be fucking livid. But uh, moving on to um, more important things, Alec Baldwin. Um, Do you have the post Alec Baldwin made on Hilaria's birthday? I do. I think you sent it, didn't you? Um... I, you know, I, I don't know I, where I saw it. Maybe I saw it on Twitter. I thought I pulled but, it today. Uh, Hilarious apparently is desperate for more Instagram followers. <laughs> so Alec is using his birthday to reach an important milestone for Hilarious. Now, he's essentially asking you to give her money because the more followers she gets, he has millions of followers. If he can just get some more followers for her, he can make more money for her because he's trying to get her a million followers. I, I'm just kind of amazed how Alec Baldwin just just goes along. Everything is just fine. You know, he's just the same old Alec Baldwin. <laughs> I mean, I know it's been a while since he killed someone, but <laughs> it just seems a little a little frivolous to me. 
It's frivolous, even if he didn't murder someone. Can you do something for my wife? Yeah, uh, no, we don't do enough for you, Alec. No, why don't you do fucking something for somebody? Why didn't she earn it on her own? Hey, everybody, it's December... Do that again. Hey, everybody, it's January 5th, uh, the day before my wife's birthday. Our birthday's January 6th. Hilaria's birthday tomorrow, January 6th. Um, we don't attach the same significance to January 6th and other people. I think you should. We just say it's Hilaria's birthday. Oh, my God. Um, I, would like <laughs> I didn't to even put it together until he said favor. that. I would like to ask you a small favor. And that is my wife is just, it seems like she's just centimeters shy of uh, um, a million followers on Instagram. And no one's ever and done anything like for her. Ask you she's earned all her followers. As a birthday gift or even just gesture to my wife, would you follow her on Instagram? Yeah, no. Um, obviously, I love my wife. Obviously, I'm crazy about my wife. Obviously, blah, 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 all the things we all say about people we're in love with. Uh, as long as she doesn't run her trap. the most person I've ever met in my whole life. That's true. That's true. That's definitely true. Except but, when I'm shushing um, her. I would like as many of you as possible. I would like a really great, great surge of people how, how important to follow is this my to wife him. on Instagram. It's kind of stunning, isn't it? It's pretty stupid. To say happy birthday to my wife. I agree with my wife. Oh, it's for her birthday. Would I'm you sorry. do that for That's me? That's right. It's so he doesn't have to buy her a gift. Would you, Would you do that for me? Follow my wife on Instagram. You're such an influencer, Alec. Let's see how influential yeah, no. he was. Please. Thanks. Oh, Jesus. So how many followers does she have now? Oh, I'm sure she's well over a million now. God. Can everybody do me a favor and unfollow Hilarious Baldwin? <laughs> she has one million followers. She has achieved that milestone. Wouldn't that be great if somebody came out and did that? Yeah, Kim Please. Kardashian, Chloe, Kendall. Do me a favor and um, unfollow Cardi B. Hilarious Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> um, it should be um, that woman's widow should do it. Helena Hutchins. Yeah. Do Although you, they're in cahoots now, so. Did uh, did you guys see the trailer for the Pamela Anderson Netflix doc that's coming out? Because we don't know no. enough about Pamela Anderson. God, no. so, she's so deep. No. It was on, um, you know what, I meant to send that to you, Brandon. Do you not have it? I can pull it up. Okay. It was on, uh, it was in the Daily Mail today, I think. But it's <laughs> Pamela. She's not wearing any makeup. A love story. In part of the trailer, which they called her unrecognizable. <laughs> that was a little Ow. extreme. Ouch. Is she doing this? This <laughs> yes. is like her. Oh, then who cares? Yes, uh, because she has not gotten the kind of respect that she feels she has deserved. Oh, and so oh she wants God. to change the narrative. She's very angry about the Pam and Tommy series that came out. So she's dropping a documentary. I think she's short of cash, too. She's dropping the documentary on the same day that she's dropping her tell-all book, Love, Pamela. This is going to be what Bella Thorne does when she's her age. Could be. Doesn't it seem very similar? You know, they've had very successful careers for being hot, but yet, you know, they're always fought against and pushed back against. I think Bella's been in more movies, probably. I don't think Pam, she hasn't been in that many movies, Yeah, but she was on Baywatch. Baywatch for a long time. Baywatch was big. The biggest movie I can think of her in is Borat. Here, let's check out this. Well, Pamela. what about Barbed Wire? <laughs> yeah, Pamela. Barbed Wire. What a premiere that was. A love well, story. And she got the tattoo on her arm, too. It did too. well. Didn't it make a lot of the box office? It's terrible. I don't but. think it did. I, I don't, Maybe it did. I just remember there was a lot of promotion for it. 
Because she was a, was she a superhero? Somewhat. Was she a badass yeah. or something? Based on a The budget was novel. $9 million and box office $3.8 oh, Okay, it was a bomb. She played Barbara Kapetsky. Well, she can't, she's not an actress. Um, and there's a nice exchange in the in the in the trailer about her being an actress. That's very funny. All right, here's the. I didn't sleep last night at all. Oh. If anybody's watching this, go to hell. I blocked that stolen tape out of my life in order to survive, and now that it's all coming up again, I feel sick. You know, I she, want to take control of the narrative for the first time. Well, this is a response to the Tam- Pam and Tommy series. I don't yeah. think people consider her the owner of her own image. It's Pamela Anderson, public property. Um, I don't think we think of her as public property. I didn't feel like I had property. a lot of respect. Did you want to be a serious actress? I am a serious actress. <laughs> the interviewer laughed. She should have. There's her barbed wire premiere. The pieces left. But I'm not the damsel in distress. I put myself in crazy situations. And (laughs) survived them. She's unrecognizable. No makeup whatsoever. I don't care what people think, because it's the only choice I had. If I cared what people think, I wouldn't be here. Some men think, oh, she's the playboy thing or the sexual person. Yep. Kind of hard not to think that. being something else. Maybe it's her favorite thing in the world is falling in love. I love you. And loves the idea of falling out of love, too. Is that Brandon? Well, can't do it all. <laughs> w- no. Who was that? Might have been the other son. <laughs> I hope this includes the by Hef post. Why can't we be the heroes of our own life story? Oh my God, this looks so awful. It's just a series of nothingness. No, you know what it is? It's a bunch of old footage of her in bathing suits. Yeah, being hot. Yeah. <laughs> and then there is that really jarring shot of her with no makeup. Yeah, that's she's scary. Unrecognizable. She's unrecognizable. I don't know who that is. Maybe it's not her. <laughs> it's a stand-in. But the, the documentary, oh. I would imagine, is going to cover, like, okay, she's a really cute baby, cute little girl cheerleader. Wow, she's hot. Then, uh, hey, Hef, hey, Hef, we got some pictures of some Canadian broad, uh, big tits. Then she's undercover a Playboy. Then she gets Baywatch. Then Tommy's dick radar goes off. Gets married, kids, sex tape. Tommy hits her, goes to jail. Uh, then movie, movie bombs, terrible actress, more nudes in Playboy. Um, not so hot, older with two adult kids, broke, uh, five more husbands. And then sh- there she is. <laughs> Unrecognizable. Who would watch that? I don't know. I, I mean, don't. She's courted men viewers her whole life because she's a hot piece of ass. They're not going to watch that. I don't think so. Um, you know, as I was um, write, I, writing down her life in, in like 100 words there, or actually about 50 words, I thought about, you know, she's not doing the Donna D'Errico thing. Donna D'Errico is trying to do the I'm hot on Instagram. Yeah, she looks great. I need followers. Well, actually, she I don't know what she's doing to herself, but she her pictures look really good. Excellent. How many, how many followers does Donna D'Errico have? I bet she has a ton now. I don't know, but can everybody do me a favor for her birthday and follow her on Instagram, <laughs> please? Because she's doing the hot MILF pics and attention thing, and other than her stupid post. 1.3 million. It's hard to be so desirable and then have nobody. Jeez, look at these. 
Yeah, she. Those are great fucking. Is that really her now? I do not believe. Over, that. It's over filtered. She cannot though. look like that. Yeah. Wow. Good God. So that Pam thing is just a big response because of the Pam and Tommy. She was re-victimized because of Hulu. It's an excuse, out. and her book is out the same day. So I, a, I really don't care who wins Golden Globes, but I really hope that wins everything it's up for tonight. Just to bother her now. Oh, is that up for a bunch of Golden Globes? Yeah, yeah. I think all the actors and actresses in the show are are all up for awards. Because that'll just drive her nuts if it gets, you know, rewarded. I wouldn't think that. Off of her trauma. That was a pretty good show. And she wasn't paid for it. It was great. Why do certain people say, I can't believe I wasn't paid for that. It's about me. When has that been a thing where the people get paid? If you're a consultant for it, you would get paid. And it wasn't only about them. (laughs) It reminds me. Stuttering John was complaining that he didn't get paid for Stern's book. Why would he get paid for it? Because he talked about Stuttering John in the book. That's not how it works, though. (laughs) And how much money did I make off of Howard's book and Howard's movie? Oh, my God. Remember that murderer who wrote a book? Didn't they put something about you in there years ago? Yeah. Oh, Michael Fletcher. Did you get paid for that? No, I didn't. That's bullshit. That was a a hit piece. (laughs) I attacked you guys, man. That was terrible. No, I, that's weird that Donna D'Errico is doing that and Pam Anderson is not. I wonder, well, maybe Pam's grown. Maybe she's grown out of it. Well, <laughs> sure. Uh, I bet you wait. Have we looked at Pam Anderson's Instagram? She might be doing that. Yeah, let me take a look. Oh, maybe she is. She, like, she is, I never hear about it. Everybody, um, for her birthday, follow her on Instagram. She'd really appreciate it. That'd be nice. She has 1.5 million followers, so more than Donna D'Errico, but she doesn't put out as nearly scandally clad material as Donna D'Errico. Every picture is of Pam. Boy, every picture is really old ones, too. (laughs) That's true. Boy. Has she not learned (laughs) how to use filters? There's not that many on there. My book, Love, Pamela, is now available for pre-order. You know, even... Look, there's not a new picture of her on there. No, this, this is her website, and it's all, you know, circa 1997. How sad. Yeah. Even Facebook, I pick up on the same thing where some people's Facebook is all pictures of them mm-hmm. and nobody else. Sure. How else I is everyone going to know how great they are? Wouldn't you think you go, you know, this isn't going to, this looks really stupid, but I guess, you know, it's new, whatever. Uh, the uh, Pussycat Dolls singer Kara Jones. I, I don't even know who she Never is. Heard of her. I remember the Pussycat Dolls though. Mm-hmm. She, <laughs> I have no idea what brought this out, but she says that she had three abortions oh, growing up okay. in the abusive music industry, and she was which left her with little self esteem. Wouldn't you think in the music industry when you have success like that? You think you'd have lots of self esteem because people adore you and they. Well, I love your music. We've never heard of her. What's her name? Kara Jones. But yeah. the Pussycat Dolls have been successful. Kaya. For sure. Kaya Jones. Anyway, she said it. Uh, the music industry left her with little self-esteem and, and caused her to make poor choices. So anyway, then she goes through the three abortions, which I love when chicks talk about their abortions. It's so hot. Anyway, number one, birth control failed, and so she just didn't want the kid. Number two... She was a pussycat doll when she became pregnant and was told to get rid of it. Oh, God. I just fucking get rid of it. But by the way, I've heard that expression. So do, are there actually guys that go, get rid of it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker. Yeah. Did Herschel Walker really say that? Hey, you got to get rid of that. Really? 
Well, yeah, and then hey, he, Hoover that bitch. Come on. Fucking get rid of it. Go back inside and get rid of it. We're going to get you and that thing in your gut down to Mexico. We got to get you and that monster that's in your gut down to Mexico ASAP. So she says that once you get an abortion, it's easy to get more. It's just no big deal Hmm. until you get three and then you start freaking out. Her third one, by the way, she was raped by an ex-boyfriend. Oh, God. And got rid of it due to stress and complications. Is she telling us all this? Because she regrets it. She, she wishes she out? had the three kids. She have a documentary no. on Netflix? No. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, thanks for the information, Kaya. See you later. And then uh, Carla Brunei, the former yeah. supermodel, first lady of France, and Mick Jagger's baby mom. <laughs> She's getting a bunch of shit. I, and I... I I was like, really? People give me a shit? And then I saw the Daily Beast had a big nasty article about it. And another, a couple other sites were, could you believe what Carla Brunei did? She took a picture of Harry and Meghan and she put Yoko's face on Meghan. (laughs) And I was like, that's brilliant. That's absolutely brilliant. That's good content. And the Daily Beast says, yeah, it's such a tired reference to Yoko, whose role in breaking up the Beatles has been debunked over and over. Really? Way to take the fun out of it. First of all, I think... Paul and Ringo and others have been very nice as the years go by to say that, oh, no, we were going to break up. But we all just saw the Get Back series, or a lot of people did. It was the number one most viewed documentary of uh, 2022. And I think we all saw a really awkward situation where someone's girlfriend had to be next to them all the time, like in the control room when they were playing. She was obnoxious. She was abrasive. Nobody wanted her around for that. She wouldn't leave him alone for a second. She was in control of John Lennon, and it was really a drag. It's like Meghan Markle. Yeah, remember when she, exactly, Mark, remember when she ruined the Chuck Berry, uh, John Lennon collab when she got on stage and started screaming? screaming? Chuck Berry's looking at her like, what the fuck? Nobody liked it. Nobody. But John was so stuck or whatever he was in love, I don't know. Or he liked it. Time you shut your cake hole, Yoko! But mm. if anyone else had been allowed to say, John, uh, you know, I want you to make my decisions regarding Yoko and music, she would have never been on anything with him. Never. That's a great picture, man. That's really, that's <laughs> fucking good. I love that picture. In fact, I'm pretty sure when we did the first episode after their wedding, I'm pretty sure our show cover was them getting married, and I just swapped out Meghan Markle's head for Yoko's head. Good thing Good thing uh, they didn't have backlash against the show. Maybe Carla Brunei saw it. Yeah. Yeah, she stole it. Oh, right, look at the most popular Sewer. story. Eight is enough star Adam Rich dead at 54. Somebody actually uh, uh, sent me a DM and said, um, you know, I, I love the show and everything, but... Um, I don't know anything about this. Eight is enough. Is that was what? a big? Was that a big TV show? And I, was, I don't remember it either. I, well, I felt bad because I felt like I should have described it or explained it a little better. But it was a very popular show. It, you know, it wasn't a long running show, and I don't think it's rerun to death like a lot of other shows. So I can understand why younger people would not know Eight is Enough. But it was a really stupid show. It's a Dick family family show. Yeah. Dick Van Patten was the star. Yeah. How did that show work? And Willie Ames was a heartthrob in the early 80s, I guess, when the show was popular. Well, I, I was going to say, I think it, I think the idea of 8 is Enough existed longer because of people like Willie Ames and Susan Richardson stayed in the tabloids because they were fucking disasters. And Adam Rich, too. And Adam Rich, yeah. Going to rehab all the yeah. time. So it's almost, almost like all the kids from 8 is Enough were just disasters. That's so funny. Kept the show alive. 
Um, I think I think ultimately we're gonna we're gonna just gonna have to go with Tom Mazaway on Thursday for the Adam Rich eulogy because we can't seem to find anybody that'll eulogize him. I can't get over Scott Bayo trashing Willie Ames on Twitter. How funny that is! Two people that there is no reference point for them right now. I mean, no. it's all throwback Monday, throwback no. Tuesday because there's no reason for them to interact. No. Well, but and I, for anyone else to care if they do interact, I don't know how recent they were. I think it was all over the whole Nicole Eggert, um, yeah, um, Scott Bayo, and a situation. lot of it is politics. Even that is just so, <laughs> so stupid. I mean, I wonder if it stirred anyone up to follow Scott Bayo. Like, Probably. Oh, Scott Bayo's around. I'll follow him. Probably. Because mm-hmm. honestly, he was the celebrity of all the celebrities in the world. He was chosen to be the speaker at the Trump convention. <laughs> And that didn't even do him any good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't remember him doing. Has he had projects since then? I, if he did, I don't know. That's what, what I've are. always wondered. Where does this guy make all his coin? Because everything he did seemed to end in the very beginning <laughs> he, of the nineties. He did do a lot though. In a you know, there was a window. He loves Chachi. And remember how many chicks he had? He yeah. had all the chicks. Yeah, Pam Anderson. Photos. Can we see his team photo, please? Absolutely. In fact, he had Pam Anderson before anybody had Pam Anderson. So. See, okay, you've got his celebrity net worth at $4 million. He probably made millions of dollars back then, and if he just invested some of it, he could live off that for the rest of his life. All right, there's 21 chicks on here. I'm going to start oh. at the beginning. Okay. Christy McNichol, nice start. Brooke Shields. Wow, and she was a lesbian. Aaron Moran, Heather Locklear in 83, yeah, how did, 84, did, how did, and 85. Damn. How did he... Oh, Aaron Moran, that was a, that was a real bloop. But Heather <laughs> that was, Locklear... That was a proximity thing. Melissa, Melissa Gilbert. Gilbert. Looks like Kay Lenz, I don't know who she is, but she's hot. Julian McCullough, Nicolette Sheridan. Wow, where's Nicolette Sheridan? 80, 1987. Leslie Ann Warren, she was gorgeous. Danya Fiorentino, is that the sister of, wait, who's the other one? Fiorentina, she's in uh, that wrestling movie, oh, damn it. Linda Fiorentino, Pam Anderson, Nicole Eggert, at their peak, at their zenith. Erica Alaniac, she's not that pretty. She Beverly was, she was in 92. That's trust a bad, me. bad picture of her, yeah. D'Angelo in 94 and Liza Minnelli. Get oh, the what? fuck out of here. What? Are these also Bayos? Uh-huh. We're in the late 90s now, so it's going to start to decline, but there's still some surprises in there. Yeah, I mean, there's hot women at every in every walk of life. Sue and Carlson. Sue Carlson's pretty, so is Sheila Kennedy. Whoa. Natalie Raltano? She looks very familiar. Oh, she he married her. Denise Richards? Yeah. Jeanette Johnson. Wow. Who's she? And then and Renee. Renee, Renee Bio. His wife, yeah. I wonder how old she is. Um, can you bring up a picture, of, a current picture of Nic- Nicolette Sheridan? I have not seen her in a million years. Is she the one that... Is she unrecognizable? Is she the actress that lived with somebody? Or no, yeah, Leif. Garrett? Leif yeah, Lott. okay, yeah. When Leif. she was 15, right? Yeah. Where were her 16. parents? Uh, they... They approved of it. She's I also think. the girl that got uh, Terrell Owens in trouble. For that ad? Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> For oh, yeah. Those are the two things I think she, of. Nicola Sheridan was everywhere, and then she's nowhere. E. Ooh. That's why. Goes and make up. Oh, goes and make up free. Ooh. Yikes. Yikes. Can we put her in jail for a couple months? I want to see how bad it is. <laughs> Can't be much worse than that. Jeanette Johnson. <laughs> A lot of negative feedback about the idea that women should serve time in jail just as a part of womanhood. <laughs> It'd be very popular. Well, I just learned today they're not supposed to what? Uh, dance or do 
Oh, the ragging it. Oh yeah. <laughs> and also be moderate with the horseback riding. Moderate. Um, yeah, she hasn't been in anything in years. Dynasty? There was a new Dynasty that she apparently was in. But Desperate Housewives that was seems, to huge. Last, seems to be the last thing. That was not that long ago, was it? Desperate Housewives? Yeah. This was over a decade Wait, what ago. Happened to the chick that was, what happened to the chick that was in the Howie Long commercials that was a Desperate Housewife? Howie Long. Oh, a Superman. Uh, what the hell's her name? Lois Lane. Uh, Terry, by the way, Terry, Terry Hatcher. Hatcher. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, she did Seacrest, and that was the end of her. <laughs> She gave him the buttocks injections. <laughs> That's what helped her go to bed. By the way, someone called in and said, now this was just for someone, just someone, that they saw you with Terry Hatcher. Oh, oh, we don't have the denial. That's right. I forgot. We got to find that denial. No, I got the whole one. Oh, you do? La Palma, California. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Uh, my question is for Ryan. This yeah. Um, I know you say you like you you haven't gone in for the Botox shots, but I wanted to find out if it's true that you enjoy the the buttock injections. Uh, yeah, I I haven't heard that one, but uh, not a lot of experience in that area. By the way, someone called in and said, "Now this was just for someone that they saw you with Terry Hatcher." Now you're you're ju- you're driving I'm just you're, reporting. You're, you're just driving this. Two excellent broadcasters covering for a really embarrassing situation. It's crazy. How terrible. Hey, do you have trouble sleeping? Well, Next Evo Naturals, they might have the solution for you. Next Evo Naturals are the most clinically studied CBD brand, and their smart sorb technology can help you get a better start to the new year with products like their Triple Action CBD Sleep. That's right, CBD Sleep. It's a combination of smart sorb CBD to calm your mind and fast-acting melatonin to get you to sleep. It's a controlled release melatonin so you can sleep longer and wake up refreshed give it a chance uh, it's been proven to be 30 times better absorption in the first 30 minutes so it's going to work quick for you make cbd part of reaching your full potential with next evo naturals go to next evo that's n-e-x-t-e-v-o.com slash podcast and use the promo code drew to get 20 percent off your first order of 40 dollars or more that's 20 percent off 40 dollars or more at nextevo.com slash podcast and of course the code is Drew. And if you're looking for new items, check it out. Manscaped has a new item, believe it or not. Ooh. It is the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. They're revolutionizing men's grooming, Brandon, in case you haven't heard. From a beard trim to a fresh save, shave, the technology behind the Beard Hedger Pro Kit allows you to shape your signature beard look. And uh, now you can use Manscaped, so you can stop using your pube trimmer on your face, because oh, yeah. now they have a face trimmer for you. They're going to have trimmers for all the hair on your body, because they even have the uh, weed whacker that goes in your ear hole or your nose hole or whatever hole has hair that you want to get rid of. And it's as good as the original Manscaped. It's that waterproof. It's got the uh, titanium-coated T-blade that you can use on your face. And then they have beard shampoo and conditioner. Anything a guy could ever want or need for their grooming habits can be found at Manscaped. And right now you get 20% off free shipping with code Drew at Manscaped.com. It's 20% off free shipping. Manscaped using code Drew. Manscaped's Beard Hedger. One stroke, one guard, (laughs) 20 lengths. I always love their slug lines. They're the leader in men's grooming. That's what I heard. I was surprised. Certainly did not read. I was surprised by the battery length. Because, really? Yeah. Why? Because there's Cause times so where I, long. I forget to charge it for a really, really long time, and I'm like, oh, this thing's probably dead. Bzzz. 
Nope. It's good to go. Uh, NordVPN, they can help protect you against bandwidth throttling from your ISP. That's where they'll slow you down uh, on your internet access towards the end of your contract just to get you to upgrade. Well, ha! Fool them and use NordVPN. It can also allow you to switch your country's IP address to get access to Netflix, Disney Plus, or a bunch of... Fool you! What was that? Fool, dude. Um, in any other country, you can pretend you're in Europe and maybe watch Netflix over there because they do have some different programming. YouTube Premium is much cheaper in foreign countries as well. You can sign up there. You can grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash D-A-M-S or just use the code D-A-M-S to get an additional uh, huge discount off your NordVPN plan plus a free month and a bonus gift. It's all risk-free, by the way, if you don't like it. 30 days or you can't figure out what to do with it then uh, you can get your money back so there you go lots of things to sign up for on the internet that's your homework everybody Righto. help out the podcast by doing that um, I feel like I'm on the um, Amy Robach TJ Holmes beat there's a new story today and it's not the story I think you would think it would be the story with TJ Holmes and Amy Robach is that their respective exes have been in contact with each other. Oh, are they going to bang each other just to get back at that? I've, I've known people that have done that, that. Really? Yes, that, oh my God, you slept with my boyfriend, so I'm going to now sleep wait, with your... Wait, that, isn't that a little... I think it's a comfort fuck for some people. But isn't that a little bit of flawed logic? They're not going to care. They already moved on from you two. No, I just think they want to ball somebody and... I want to ball somebody. You know, the other person is available. With somebody. Yeah, I just want I an easy ball, ball okay? Somebody. Ball somebody tonight. Okay, so Andrew Shue is getting really close with uh, Marley Feebig. Is that yeah, her name? Yeah. What a stupid name, by the way. Feebig. It's a weird name. Why can't she just be Holmes? It's easier to remember. I'm going to call her Mar- She's Marley Holmes from now on. Um, but Radar Online has a nice little story about it with their insiders. Yeah. The insider says the wrong spouses have become a source of support for each other. Quote, they've spoken on the phone and they've sent each other encouraging texts. Marley even liked a holiday photo of the Melrose Place star <laughs> and his three sons from his first marriage to a floral designer. A source said that Marley, quote, clearly wants Andrew and the public to know she's on Andrew's side. What? What? Children. Um, there are two families destroyed by the affair, but Marley and Andrew are holding up and leaning on each other. So that's nice. I'm glad they found each other. I just hope they will host the third hour of Good Morning America now. Is Amy coming back or what? I love the idea of them giving the show to Andrew Shue and, and to, to show how easy it is. Yes. <laughs> to show that the producers do most of the work on well, that show. Well, politicians can be replaced by their wives when they die. Right. So yeah. that's got to be the easiest fucking gig. Why not? There have been husbands who replaced their wives that uh, died or couldn't run or whatever. Wait, what? Husbands and wives have replaced oh, yeah. the dead spouse well, in the House of Representatives Mary in the United Bono, States of America. Right? Is it so Mary Bono? Not a very hard job. Debbie Dingle. Oh, that's that's another one. Well, yeah, she got elected, though, I think. One. But there's some that actually just filled, were appointed, weren't they? Yeah. Well, Mar- <laughs> uh, was it Mary Bono the first yes, big one we were like, I think so. What? He ran into a tree, and so she gets to be a representative now? Uh, wait. The views Joy Behar and Sarah Haynes seemingly weigh in on a fair suspension of other ABC talent. Oh, meaning those two? Hobach. Let's like, see what they say. Not that I care. Uh, whether they'll be fired and who could be served as a replacement. And news that Robach has lost most of her friends at the network. Aww. 
Fellow ABC employee Joe Barnes Harrings appeared to reference the situation on the View and Fidelity Campus a topic. Uh, Gabrielle's admission of cheating in a past relationship. Oh, Gabrielle Union, by the way, was getting shit from people because she said that she and her first husband cheated on each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah she and said she was entitled to it. She didn't feel bad because she paid all the bills. Yeah, that's pretty. It was an interesting bit of logic. Pretty shitty. Yeah, I I've never heard anyone say that. Well, about I think cheating that's in, on their spouse. I think that's in the vows, right? You're allowed, yeah, you you're allowed to bills? cheat if you pay all the bills. Joy Bar jumped topics and appeared to reverend asking if a workplace affair could ever be justified by circumstances at home. Is there never a situation of, I'll get in trouble, whatever, like you're married, you're not happily married, sex is like yawn, both sides are bored with the whole thing or you're fighting a lot, but the children are involved, now you meet somebody at the office and you have a fling. I mean, you want to keep the marriage together, you don't want the kids to go berserk on you, you know, that happens. Is there any possibility that's a justification well, however you want to justify it. That, that doesn't mean she's... Well, it does sound like she could be talking about them. I'm sure she is. Who would want to put their penis in a co-worker? Um, yeah, whatever. I knew I shouldn't have cared what Joy Bahar said. Bihar. But what, what, what's taking so long... Really you tell me it takes this long to have a few interviews. I guess the law firm has to charge a shit ton of money, so. <laughs> well, maybe they're just... I cannot believe what they charge to do this. What? the um, To do an investigation? Review a uh, workplace affair or whatever. That reminds me. Did you did you finish the Madoff four-part documentary at I all? I didn't. You know, I've seen a movie on that already with De Niro playing Madoff. Yeah, that's actually pretty good. Yeah, so I don't, do I really need to see it? Is it that good, the four-part well, thing? Th that's what I told you the first couple parts. I was like, well, no, there's not really too much new in this, but there was some new stuff at the end. But what I was going to ask your opinion on is there was a lot of anger towards the guy whose law firm recuperated $15 billion of the missing $18 billion, which is remarkable they got $15 billion. Why was billion? there anger? Because his firm made a billion dollars in fees. <laughs> <laughs> a billion dollars? Yeah, a billion dollars. Well, think of that job, though. But he recovered well, fifteen billion of the nineteen billion. The, I know that's what a lot of law firms say. It's like, uh, oh, your judgment was two million. What's the big deal of me taking six hundred sixty-six thousand? Well, because you did like a hundred hours of work. I, I know, but he got back the fifteen billion. I think that's pretty well, damn couldn't, impressive. Couldn't someone else have gotten that amount back no, for less? No, they didn't. Well, I mean, if this guy did the way this guy's firm hired did the work, someone else couldn't they have done the same thing? I mean, it was years and years and years of work too. I was just, I just thought it was a little unfair to the guy who recovered. Well, would two hundred million have been too little? Now, granted, seven billion came from Jeffrey Pickauer's estate, so I mean, that was half of it. So, in other words, Madoff blew $3 billion out of his ass. That's, that's, seems, I, I would imagine that all the... If all, that's the exact amount that... that can't include all the fake profits. That's got to no, be fake just profits, the original I, money. I want to say it was like $62.5 is what... That know, people thought that they, they had? thought, yeah. But it, and the money that they brought in from the feeder funds, I believe, was about 19 a little under $19 billion. You know, when, when people started taking their this. money out and you got close to the point that you were out of money, and at that point, he's like... Begging people to invest for them. I know. It's... I think I would shoot myself in the fucking head. How could you possibly ever face anyone or any court or do, anything? Do you think he regretted it? No. I don't think he did either. Except 
You'd Except to, that he ran out of money. You'd have to be well, but but seriously, he lived high on the hog for what fifty years, and then a few years in a in a very. Why couldn't he recoup the money? If the lawyer could recoup the money, Bernie could have recouped it. Yeah, oh no, because they, they were owed to. four times the amount that was recouped. That's yeah, why, right, because they thought they had so much <laughs> yeah, more. He's not going right. to go back to these guys and go, "Oh no, you guys actually lost." It's money. really the original investment from now, forty years ago. It was kind of shitty how they attacked some of the people that um, made money because they withdrew, made withdrawals years ago <laughs> and they went after that money and there's a couple on there it, it, was, it was actually a really interesting couple dynamic that's that's quite a uh that's quite a dilemma they talk- i would say hey i made this i took it out what the fuck fuck you well in the end they were made right and they got a letter from saying you know from um that law firm that said yeah you know what you're absolved you don't owe us anything you made that money people pissed at them well, they were pissed <laughs> because, you know, <laughs> think think of the situation before you're cleared and how freaked out you'd be. Like, what do you mean I owe a couple hundred thousand dollars that I've already spent on my retirement and whatnot? Yeah. But the interesting couple dynamic is, is the husband and wife are sitting there and you can tell it just burns her fucking ass that they hounded them for the money. And the husband, the husband's like... Well, I like to look at things analytically, and uh, this was really the only way they could get the money back for the people that really lost all their money. And I'm like, yeah, I, I guess he's right. I mean, it would suck, but in the end, that's kind of what they had to do was go through every single person. But I'm back to Bernie, mm-hmm. though. I, if he if he doesn't regret it, that is even far more psychotic because his son fucking hung himself over it. Yeah. So if that, I mean, that was a result from his actions. And if you can't feel bad about that, then, whew. Yeah. But as far as living high on the hog for, you know, five decades. No, exactly. I, living I in assume, a club fed, why not? I, I don't know how much of a deterrent it is, is kind of my point. You know, what is really disturbing is this FTX asshole. Yeah, I was, there's great new information on him, by the way. Trying to access his $365 million. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. He you wants know his Robin Hood shares to Bullshit. pay for his To pay for his lawyers, so that kind of goes back to the whole, whole law firm thing. Yeah, and the lawyers will bust their ass to get it. But the great thing is it's it's in Robin Hood, and they love giving them your money back. Yeah. They're really good at it. Well, the problem is that there's so many people that are claiming that this half a billion dollars uh, belongs to them. Sam Bankman-Fried says it's his. The new leadership. <laughs> the new so, leadership. No, I blew all your money. I blew all your money out my ass and lost it. I, I didn't blow my money. The new leadership of FTX says it's their money. Uh, I think the federal government says they're going to take it. Um, so they're going to take it. There's people who are arguing over it, and it's, SBF wants it. It's FTX's money, right? And then they'll disperse it, the bankruptcy guy? Yeah, I, I assume. Uh, I don't think this guy's getting his $365 million. Oh. Fucking, how did, how did he earn $365 million? Four, $460 million, by the way. How, how did he think he earned that? Um, By saving money on not getting a haircut? I don't know. By Breaking running... News. The Department of Justice has seized it. Good. Well, well uh, so that, that, by the way, is just such a great example of the fact that no one vets anything. Nothing. Even political candidates can be someone completely different from who they are, and no one will figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they were getting money from them. Why would you want to? Why would you want to stop that? Well, Santos. No, he was just running for office. Who? George Santos. Oh, I thought you were just talking about about. Uh, no, I meant you. I said you can run for political office and say you're someone completely different from who you are, yeah, okay. and you can lie about who you are in your accomplishments oh, that guy and get is elected and running from reporters. He, he's in there voting for 
the Speaker of the House. Yeah. No, he's elected. <laughs> no, his, the real trouble is going to be the whole campaign finance forms that he filled out because he went from making 50000 to, what, $2 million oh, in a I'm year. I'm sure it was a slap on the wrist or and something. And then apparently didn't um, uh, spend some of his campaign finances on his own shit, like his own expensive. But back to Sam Bankman-Fried, there was some filings that revealed some of the money that they owe. Did mm-hmm. you see that story? I don't think I saw that story. Fifteen point four million was spent on luxury hotel and accommodations. Oh yeah, um, most of that was thirty. Wait, see, a great deal of that money was dedicated to paying off the thirty million dollar luxury penthouse at the Albany Oceanside Resort where SPF lives. <laughs> three point <laughs> three point six million spent on hotel rooms at the Grand Hyatt. Oh my God. Why are they staying at the Grand Hyatt? This is just because he's got all the money in the world. Well, just, doesn't that just spending your money and his money? Doesn't that show that it was a fraud to begin with? Yes. Uh, Eight hundred thousand was spent at the Rosewood, which is a five-star hotel there. But this is my favorite part. Reports also show that Jimmy Buffett's beach resort, Margaritaville, is owed fifty-five thousand dollars <laughs> as the resort <laughs> management is registered as a creditor in the bankruptcy case. FTX and Alameda employees stayed in the uh, twenty suites there for a number of months just last year, racking up the bills and never paid a single dime to them. Why would they let them stay for several months if they didn't pay the bill? That's a great question. Why not just Fuck boot that. them out? Uh, they spent $3.9 million on flights and private planes. Of course. Nothing but the best for, for fat fuck. When an FTX employee needed an Amazon package picked up from Miami, they used a private plane to ship the boxes <laughs> to the island. Now that's just fucking baller. <laughs> I don't care whose money you're spending. That's baller. Like, what do you mean I can't get my Amazon package? Send the private plane. Jesus um, Other reports Christ. say the co-finder was so, let's see, spent more than- Imagine people who haven't got their money hearing how their money was spent. Oh, yeah. Oh, he threw money. He also bribed uh, Bahamian politicians, too, because I think sure. he thought he would just be able to stay there. He has a multi-million dollar 52-foot uh, yacht, which I didn't know he had a giant yacht. I'm surprised he just didn't get on that thing and disappear. Right, go to international waters. Yeah. I hope they put him away for a long time. <sighs> I don't know. Well, if, if Madoff is precedent, right? Madoff got 150 years. Yeah. And Sam, by the way, bragged before, not now, but bragged that he never read a book. I know. Never read a book. And also, they used QuickBooks. I know. It's just... Can you fucking believe that? You believe people were handing over millions of dollars to someone who was using QuickBooks. This podcast doesn't even use QuickBooks. No. Really? I know. There's a real, real accounting. It's fucking unbelievable. Yeah, I don't get it. It was a scam. It was a scam why are, to begin why with. are people so <laughs> loose with their? It's that was just the other amazing. Thing. The May, going back to the Madoff documentary. So he had the two legitimate business, right? He had a, a money market um, where he, um, you know, matched buyers and sellers together. That was a legitimate business, and then he had the off the book um, investment business. And so when the investigators first went in, they found all those note cards. And that's how they kept track of the money coming in and going directly into the J.P. Morgan because <laughs> they never invested any. So the investigators like, I saw one of the cards and I looked at it and it looked like it said, I think, $35 million. I was like, wow, $35 million. And then I looked closer and it was $3.5 billion from one account. And that's how, that's how they kept track because it had to be off the books. Jesus. It's really fascinating. Yeah, it's a... Uh... Sucker. I wonder what the 
total amount, I'm sure it would be impossible to keep track of, but somebody probably tries to track how much money is scammed out of people every year. Because I would have to believe that number oh, is going sure. up at a dramatic pace over the last 10 or 15 years. Yeah, I mean, you have the, the foreign ones, too, like Nigerian princes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not to mention all of the uh, catfishes. Catfishing. Catfishing, Catfishing yeah. is a big business. Uh, things like the Boston Globe's recurring subscription, that's kind of a scam. They did a story on... I'd love uh, to know how much money's wasted on recurring subscriptions. Oh, yeah, that's got to be a lot, though. It's not a scam, though. It's just <laughs> no, stupidity. It's, it's laziness. By people by, like me. By all of us. Um, I don't know one person who hasn't had a at least one subscription. They're like, God damn it, I'm still paying for that thing. I know. The mistake is when you agree to let them bill you. Yeah. Just automatically. Yeah. Um, they had a catfish show where... The catfish was in, I think it was Nigeria. I believe he was, was it Nigeria? Maybe it wasn't Nigeria. Anyway, it was somewhere around there. And he ends up telling Neve that this is how he supports his parents and his kids. He's catfishing Americans. Wow. And and he went on to say that, oh, yeah, there's people all over the place that do that. That's common. And he asked him, well, so it's not just this person. Oh, no, no, no. We've got tons of catfishes. So they, they don't care about the morals or the... Oh, no, 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 no. They just see it as, no, they have so much money over there, and we have nothing, so we don't really have a problem with it. That's and it's, it's like an industry. Yeah. Well, and I imagine that their government could stop it, but I would have no desire to. And the, the sad thing is, um, it's... I, for some reason, people are just so desperate to believe that some this person, this picture, wow, she's really hot. I've never been anybody that hot before. And she's crazy about me. People just really, really, really want to believe it. So, and those stories, so often it's like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Their, their, their phone camera is broken. Yeah, really? Yeah. They can't FaceTime on Facebook. I mean, it's like every single one. Same story. Belief is a real strong emotion, isn't it? Yeah, I'm be, just... Be it catfishing or Madoff or crypto. What, what surprises me, though, is that the scamming is mostly going on with younger people. Why? I are don't know. Too, are they too trusting? It used to be that older people were yeah. more scammed. Yeah. But apparently there's more scamming with uh, <laughs> millennials and Gen Z... Grandma. Than anyone else? I don't. I don't know why. Grandma, I'm arrested. I need your help. I think it's. You know what? That's I bet a lot scam. of that has to do with the fact that they they're so they've grown up with buying things online and spending money online, and it all and seems looking so at easy. Porn from age eight. Well, that too. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't get that. There should there should be that you know that that scam where they're like grandma I'm, I've been arrested I need your help that <laughs> one where they freak grandma and grandpa out yes. I wonder if there's a, a reverse one where they do it to the young people it's like <laughs> grandson <laughs> I'm out of I'm in jail <laughs> I got busted for solicitation I need some iPhone gift cards I gotta tell you that that uh, that story today about. Harry and Brits, and they said this, the poll numbers are similar in America. The Gen Z, there's a lot of support in Gen Z for Harry and for Meghan yeah. because they love sharing their trauma. They think it's normal to talk about how disappointed you are. And the weird thing is, it seems like parents do more for kids than they've ever done before. 
Uh, oh, seems yeah. like kids would have less to bitch about, yeah. but, you know, the nature of the world has changed. There's a lot of stuff. Uh, you know, I think there's a lot more bullying and trolling and well, you know, too, that kind of trauma. They're too trusting. Yeah. yeah. Just, that's really what it comes down to. Hey, so um, the big story this morning was that Joe Biden has secret files they found. Classified documents. Of course, Trump immediately uh, tweets out, When are you raiding Joe Biden's home? Because they found him in his old office. Yeah. And the the weird thing about this story is, and I didn't really notice people, they were mostly explaining why this is different from Trump, why Trump is much worse. That was what the, the gist of the story was. Oh, because one, yeah, subpoena versus, yeah. What they didn't explain, though, was how are classified documents in this office he was in from 2017 to 2020? He wasn't the vice president anymore. Yeah. So the, the whatever these were were moved to an office in 2017. It's an office he occasionally used, they say. For what? From 2017 to 2020. But it sounded like he wasn't in there until 2017. So, you know, and I said, it could be sloppy record keeping. But um, the funny thing is, I switched over after I watched the story two or three times. I switched over to Fox News. I I know they're going to have a different view of things. And Fox News immediately played Biden on 60 Minutes saying, How could anyone be so irresponsible to have classified documents? (laughs) No one on the networks played it, but um, anyway, they're in a locked closet. They all already revealed that it, they don't contain nuclear secrets. They were kind of specific about the documents, and I thought, well, that's weird because we don't. Do we know anything about the Trump documents? By the way, what happened to those? Is that story just uh, over? I thought it was. Under, go, you know what? Forget it. There's, he's in another stuff. I that's thought it was more important. Third party review, wasn't it? How long did it take to review? Why isn't Biden fifty documents? Why isn't Biden just go? uh, I'm president. I declassify all of them. Yeah, I just thought of it. (laughs) (laughs) That's what's funny is about how both sides now have just flipped on the whole thing. Well, it sounds like the people that found him just immediately turned him in. Yeah, yeah, but still, not a good look. He just made comment on it too, I guess. What did he say? He was surprised they were there. He had no clue. Blah blah. Do you say it's? uh, Do you say how could I be so irresponsible? Yeah, that's it. He said I automatically declassify him starting now. (laughs) Retroactively, I mean. Are they going to raid his house? Who cares? Yeah, you know what they should. (laughs) Why not? Just to make everybody happy. Well, it just seems to me the thing with Trump's documents has been going on so long. Why do we still not know what the fucking documents were? Well, because he's the master at delaying and delaying and filing. But you just think it would get out. Since when does this stuff not get out? This stuff always gets out. They already know that the Biden documents aren't nuclear secrets. How do they know that? I don't know. Then, um... Because no no one was looking for him. Of course, the, uh... Yeah, it's funny, too. Classified documents are just missing all over the place and nobody's looking for them. Um, I do remember them saying with Trump, like, that was... It was somebody from the left that was somewhat, you know, cautious. God, I wish I could remember who it was. But they were basically saying, like, look, we have too many classified documents in general in this yeah. country. So who knows what that means? Um, then uh, the other story today, well, you know, of course, Damar. And then um, they were doing stories on the the two shootings, the six-year-old that shot the teacher. Yeah, they know where the gun came from now. Yeah, it's the mom's gun. She bought it legally, and it was funny. They're saying, and they're trying to determine if there will be any charges, which is what they always say. And I'm like, 
How could there not be charges for letting your six-year-old take a loaded gun to to school and shoot a teacher? I, I'm just so blown away well, by did that. He, did he pull a Nicholas Cruz and make a copy of the key? I mean, he's six. Could they, could they at least be say, sitting out, right? Yeah, of course. Could they at least say no more school for you or no more guns for her? Yeah. I mean, wouldn't it be nice if they just said, yeah. by the way, there will be no more guns for her and no more school for the child? <laughs> I mean, if they could just say that, it would make me feel better. But I'm sure they'll put the kid back in school eventually. Um, anyway, the teacher, I guess, is going to make it. Mm-hmm. And they said that uh, the school employee that heard the shot and rushed in and, you know, immediately saw the kid, restrained the kid, the kid fought with her. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yes. Like he didn't get shot. This kid is a dick. Yeah. And then the, uh, oh, let's see. Where, where did I put it? I know I put it somewhere here. The shooting in Texas. Now, that was an interesting one. The guy that was shot was out on bond for beating the shit out of his wife. Oh, you're talking about the robber. The robber. Who was the guy shot. robbing the restaurant who was shot nine times and killed by the uh, good guy with a gun in the restaurant. He was on out on bond for beating the shit out of his wife, and he had served, I want to say, six years of a 15-year sentence for armed robbery, and also, they said, aggravated assault, which it turns out he killed someone. He killed a 52-year-old man and served six years out of 15. It's ridiculous. Beat up his wife and ah, just bond him out. No problem. He was on probation too, still from the from the aggravated assault, armed robbery, whatever it was. Like, what the fuck? What kind? What? I mean, what are the priorities? I, I who is in prison? I mean, who is who does not get? If John Hinckley can get out and this guy can get out, it just seems like nobody nobody's ever kept in prison. I mean, we always hear that we imprison too many people, and then you see the people that are out, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, they haven't determined whether they're going to charge that shooter yet. I highly doubt they're they're going to charge him, especially in Texas. But Yeah, I don't think so. Um, It's funny. I didn't even hear people complaining. I expected people to say, why do you have to shoot him nine times? (laughs) Well, shot to stop the threat, right? Well, I don't know if that's a rule when a civilian does it. Well, I, mean, I don't vigilante. think he was trained to shoot people that way. <laughs> yeah. well, if you're going to shoot once, why not shoot nine times? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> really? So I, if you think the guy has a gun. After one, guess, yeah, he's, you know, you figure shoot he's him once, he might shooting. turn around and shoot back. He's got his two hands on the gun, too. He's got good form, yeah. the shooter. Oh, and that guy looks so cocky, by the way, as he's walking by. Yeah. Oh, like, surprise. Yep. The guy, the guy nope. that's eating lunch or dinner with the, the shoot, the eventual vigilante shooter, he's looking at the guy pointing. He's like, oh, my God. <laughs> I know. He does look pretty amazed. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's other customers that are under the ground. There's yeah. a customer that's having the gun pointed at him with his hands up. It's it's a crazy situation. Yeah, but no more life for you. Where's the unedited video? No more life for video. you, buddy. You know what, Mark? I haven't seen the, unve- the unedited. It's interesting. I'm sure it exists somewhere. But hey, isn't there, um, well, why isn't there a GoFundMe for the shooter? Because he was driving a real dumpy old uh, truck. Oh, yeah, the truck was a total piece of shit. I still can't Somebody believe the guy a new left. That was great. I can't believe the guy left. If you're going to shoot your personal you know, handgun at a robber. Yeah, I got to get to an appointment. He's busy, had things to do. <laughs> probably stick around for the police to let him know what happened. Yeah. There were other people that saw it. Yeah. If anything, I think that's the reason why the guy would get. You know, it was on tape. 
He knew they'd come back to Good him. Good guys with guns don't get in a lot of trouble. He, knew, he was embarrassed by his truck. He had to get out of there. I was also surprised by the shooter's <laughs> he age. Should've, should've returned in a better car. Yeah, he's I, an older guy. I thought this guy, no, he's not an older guy. He's not? He's not? He looks old. He's 46. That guy's really? That guy's younger than me? Yeah. Well, he looks He looks a lot older. Wow. He looks really looks like Gavin McLeod or something. And he said this. I can't believe I'm bald. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, the shaved head serves him well. They haven't named him, but they said the diner's 46. Wow, really? <laughs> I thought that guy was like 65. I know. Maybe they switched up the, the digits there. Maybe he's 64. He looks he old. Looks really, really old. Um, well, you know, he's his head is shaved and he's kind of heavy set. Maybe he's like Dr. That's, that's Phil. That's not a real flattering picture of him. Kind of looks like Dr. Phil. Maybe he aged well, he early. Kill like, if Glamour Shots did something with him, he'd look better than that. You want a makeover for I him? Want a Glamour Shot for that guy. And a GoFundMe. It's not been named. I mean, if, if uh, Butch can get a GoFundMe, why can't that guy get a GoFundMe? Butch is everywhere. He was on Fox News. He was on NBC last night. And if we're not trusting the government, Butch is on a lot of media. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're Butch, tracking him. We should call him back. Plus, he knows the GoFundMe. I don't even have a computer. The GoFundMe is still taking money, so he knows that. So I think it pops up and he just gets more money. But, you know, he's got the GM retirement. He's got a Navy retirement. Let me see where it's at. Sounded like he had plenty of money to me. He's now at $141,160. <laughs> someone owes him, what, what did he get, 108? So someone owes him some money. Yeah, yeah, he still has another check coming. Michelle Sumner gave him three grand. Why? She just thought he needed it. How about that? He is not, you know, that one guy said, uh, interest rates at three, four, he should be out on his ass. He's not going to be out on his ass. He's got to have 26 years at GM. He has to have a good pension. I don't yeah. care if they told him to move to the yeah. West Coast of Florida. And He doesn't seem to have many expenses either. No. No phone. He's got no cell bill. Yeah, he's Maybe not he's getting his mom's a cell phone. Deal. Yeah, he's got no internet. You know, it's funny. When cell phones really became a big thing, I didn't buy one. I was like, oh, really? I need a cell phone. Why do I need a cell phone? I just didn't seem important to me. Hmm. And and then I had a shitty cell phone for a long time, and I didn't care. Flip phone. And I just remember the kids like, I need a new cell phone. I'm like, yeah. well, you've only had it for a year. But they make so much better ones. I was like, <laughs> why am I so happy with my stupid flip phone? Well, once. I just didn't, I didn't really oh. like people calling me whenever they wanted. Yeah, but now it does so much more. There's porn on there that all the kids are looking at. That's true, yeah. <laughs> There's social media There's so you TikTok. can bully people. There's a camera so you can film every stupid no, thing you the, do. It's the ultimate video game. It really is. Yeah. I don't know. Why can't we just limit what a cell phone can do? Get a jitterbug. No, I mean, I don't know why. Not for me. I mean, for everybody else in society. I, I don't know why. I know this is crazy, but I would think in order to have an iPhone. Or a phone that can access the internet like that, yeah. you would have to be a certain age. It would only make sense because what good can come of yeah. kids being able to look up anything? Of course they're going to find porn. Not to mention all the other shit. The incels, the 15-year-old incels are going to start finding stuff right away. They're going to find each other. Well, parents always act it's, you know, like, well, this way I can find, you know, little Johnny when... He's done with practice. But you could do that with a flip phone. Well, I was going to say, can't you just disable the um, browser? Although, Probably, <laughs> although, but the kid would lose guess, their shit. No, they wouldn't. They'd be like, okay, cool, Dad. And then you'd, you'd leave the room and they just re-download a better one that's yeah. hidden that you don't see. That's behind some app. Trust me, the yeah. kid knows the yeah. functions of that phone better than you do. Yeah. 
I gotta tell you, it's amazing watching a little kid go around an iPad. I mean, we've all seen it, like how they know what to do. Oh yeah, I've seen Brooke put the password in. Yeah, it's, it's one 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 one. Really? <laughs> <laughs> What's the point of having a password? But she types then? it in really fast. <laughs> one 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 one. Really? <laughs> Remember that guy? How you doing? That. Not good when your caller ID says one 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 because that's not truthful. Oh, good old John Hagen sicker. Remember we were like, huh? <laughs> we had no idea it came across that way. You know what Brooke likes watching on her pad? What? She likes watching oh hide and seek videos of oh, people really? playing hide and seek. And there's games where adults are playing hide and seek with the kids. Oh and I just, if I were the adults in those videos, I would fucking shoot myself. Because they have to act so stupid. It's not and they just, hide in the worst fucking hiding places, too. It's not just hide and seek. Some of the adults and the content that they, the, the content these adults create for kids is just really. Oh, it's embarrassing. Really embarrassing. Especially like the girls like to watch cooking stuff. Oh. Oh, God. When your target audience is like eight years old. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's because I'm not but the target. But does Annie audience. watch hide and seek videos? No. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. She loves them. It's like, what are you watching? Hide and seek? No, they just watch Netflix. Netflix? They watch a ton of Netflix. What's on Netflix for them to watch? Coco Melon? No, right now it's all about Matilda the Musical, and um, they like dance. She Annie will watch Dance Monsters, which is the dumbest fucking show. Um, It's like, uh, you know those dance competitions? Like um, the Hidden Singer show? What's that called? Oh, yeah, the mass singer. Mass singer. Mass singer. Yeah, they have like a one where they're they're just nobodies, but they dance and they dance the CGI thing, so they look like a monster. It's so stupid. Yeah. But the, you know, they like dancing and stuff, so whatever. Puts them in a zone, so I don't have to parent. Yeah, absolutely. It's the best babysitter of all, <laughs> besides Annie the nanny. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I wonder how that. Uh, I wonder how Peacock did with that series. Uh, It turned a lot of our listeners on Casey Anthony's side, that's for sure. I haven't seen any mass love for Casey Anthony from it. No. No, usually there'd be a story or two of of people. Yeah, no, there'd be a big movement. She's the worst. Who's worse, her or uh, Meghan Markle? That's close. That's not close. Casey Anthony's way worse. She murdered somebody. That's true. But Marco was going to murder herself when she was pregnant. She was well, going to murder her baby. Then she'd be a hero. I, that's so funny. Piers Morgan. I want my job back because Harry admitted the race, royal family wasn't racist, which was the argument he got on on the show. The royal family isn't racist, and they were insisting. Harry said they were. <laughs> she gave him his job. He You're defending racists. Sue. And then, uh, and then. Ozzy's wife, Sharon Osbourne, defended someone defending a racist family, so she got fired. So she should get her job back, too. <laughs> How stupid is that? Can you believe that happened? All dumb. I don't, just everything seems so dumb to me. It is. And this is also dumb. Um, I don't know. Maybe did you send me, Brandon, the story about we were talking about the diversity, equity, and inclusion department? At Michigan, spending $18 million a year on staff. Okay. Today, the story, is, which I assume is a follow-up story, and this is not limited to the University of Michigan, I think by this the is way. a separate story if you're talking about the complaints. Yeah, the, U, the University of Michigan Black Student Union is saying that they have inexcusably low percentage of enrolled black students, which is basically 
in, in terms of students from the United States that are African-American that go to Michigan, in spite of their $18 million a year department, they have less black students than what they had in 2016. 4.9% to 4.7%. They have increased. Okay, first of all, let me explain the effort. They started this program. Uh, you know what? I can't remember the name of the program, but it's a formal diversity plan, which they... 2016, yeah. Yeah, which is an $85 million plan to increase African-American participation in the student body. So the United States African-American part of the student body has gone down since they spent the $85 million. The international students and grad students has gone up. There is a net increase in 270 African-American students in Michigan in the going into the seventh year of the program. So $85 million divided by 270 students, they have spent $314,000 per student added. That's the cost of getting another African-American student into the University of Michigan. Can you fucking it, believe is just, that? Is it just for African-Americans? Because I thought it was for, well, I don't know, whatever. Because that the one story I, I didn't saw, see, no, well, the nobody story else I saw, they were they were complaining because you know their um the, their population has only increased increased by one percent, but Native Americans have has gone up seventeen percent, and Hispanics have gone it's up a small fi- quantity 50 of people per, though the, the, fifty percent. Asians have gone up forty percent. Well, the the group and, that's um, gone up the most first is, generation's gone up twenty five percent. The the group that's gone up the most is Asians, which is yeah. not what they wanted. I thought Hispanic. Okay. No, look at the. Did you see the pie? I was if you look at the pie, the red story. is the Asians, and it, it is substantially bigger. It Basically, uh, all the whites they lost, which they want all the whites the fuck out of there. <laughs> all the whites they lost are replaced by Asians, it looks like to me, you if you look at the pie. UMDEI evaluation. Hispanic students increased 58% between 16 and 21. Asians, 40%. Uh, First-generation students, 26 Native Americans, 17.8. Meanwhile, black students only increased 1%. But look, think of all the students you give scholarships to for sure. $85 million. And instead, oh, these people run around trying to figure out how to fix the composition of the, the student body, and they improve by 270 students at a cost of $85 million. That's That's a lot of money. I don't think that's money well spent. But the department only costs $18 million a year. So, I mean, even if you took the yearly amount, that would be insane. Uh, if you divided it by seven... The amount of students, and you divided because they spend eighteen million a year. It's unfucking believable. Um, but the black student union is very angry because they say the population should be close to fourteen percent now, but it's the same as the nineteen seventies. There uh, a couple of years in the nineteen seventies where they're right around four point seven, four point six. So <laughs> I don't think the program is working very well. Although the white percentage is down, which is great. Uh, the Asian percentage is up, which is not great. And a lot of people are making a lot of money. And a lot more poor people in. Yeah, yeah that's the other thing. Uh, most of the students, uh, which is disgusting, their parents make over $150,000. They want more kids whose parents don't make money. But you know what I noticed is that the out-of-state share of students of uh, of parents who make 150 grand or more has not changed. Yeah. <laughs> Guess why? Because they want the out-of-state tuition. Yeah, it's expensive as shit if you're out-of-state. Yeah, and it's all about the money. 
Um, oh, uh, another Brandon story he sent me was the t- Tennessee police gangbang story. That's pretty crazy. Wow. They've got an officer there that is so horny, Megan Hall. She nailed six cops in the department. Yep. Nice. Good for her. She was banging the entire department. Did she all... loved police wiener. And, she and was a... three ways with some of the That's cops and their wives. So all six of them knew? They, all I, knew? they pretty much knew, yeah. It sounded yeah. like it. Cool. Yeah, they were sending, you know, she, she would send lewd photos and then receive them from other officers. She would throw parties, sex romps, like cool. uh, girls gone wild at her house. Well, That's consensual. What's wrong with this? Is there a problem with it? I don't know. And she was yeah, there not, is, I guess. she didn't discriminate. She would nail every ethnicity on that force. There's some moral code or some bullshit. She bragged about one of the officers having a big black dick. <laughs> and they included his guy. photo. In fact, there's his photo. Oh, that looking at right now. Yeah. That's yeah. the guy with the big black dick. I could have told you that, and I don't even see his. I know, so that was the biggest picture waist. in the story. Was the officer well, yeah. <laughs> who provided the big black dick. guy penis. looks like he could kick some ass. And fuck some. Hey, I'm Lewis Powell, and I got a oh, nice doxing him. Sorry, just kidding. It's all over the. Uh, Wait, why are they? In, why isn't? Why are they in trouble? Um, I guess you're I not, guess you're not supposed to fuck the what? your fellow employees. Yeah. What? I don't know, but they oh. fired four. Oh, cops. so they're in trouble because they didn't report it to HR. I guess so. Okay. And Who two, would oh. want to put their <laughs> penis in a coworker? Also, two, two <laughs> officers got two officers got blown during work. Oh, well, that could be a problem. And then there was another officer she met at a go-kart track. Actually met him She oh. for the first time at a go-kart track. Liked him. They got a hotel room, and he was housing. she was housing him within an hour. All right. Of meeting him. Well, she she's a clock? gamer. No, she's wow. a gamer for sure. Yeah, wow. she is. She's, you know, it's funny. The picture, I was like, that doesn't look like the girl. Let's go back to my hotel room. I got a nut. Is that what he said to her? <laughs> Does she look like the girl you were expecting Brandon? No, not really. The picture didn't match the crime. She bald? No. Oh, she's she's bald. got a receding receding hairline wow. for sure. She looks young, and I think everyone's pulling it. It's not. It looks to me. It <laughs> that could be to me like she might have come out of her shell once she got this job or something. Maybe because she just looks really clamshell. What is up with her hairline? It's that guy. That guy next to her's hairline is way closer than hers. Well, she's got a tight pony. But it, it starts in the middle but of the But that guy's head. hair is brushed back, and it's much lower. You know what she's thinking about in that picture? I can't believe I'm bald. Maybe she's been nailed so many times she got male pattern baldness. That picture she's thinking about nailing that guy that's swearing. Oh, I'm going to bang my <laughs> chief one day. Yeah, good for her. I'm glad she's happy. Well, she's now out of a job. but uh, Yeah, but she's fucking happy about it. Now she can fuck all the cops. Yeah, that's true. Boy, that's yeah. And they were talking about that she claimed she was in an open marriage. That's really oh, she's open, married. Man. She, yeah, she's married. Oh, I didn't even know she was married. Oh, yeah. I'm sure she he's happy a, about it. That guy's got to move. She was in a really open marriage. Oh, 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 awkward if that guy gets pulled over by that black dude. <laughs> oh, boy. Now they know this guy gets done. Anyway, so they have to hire six new cops. I mean, it's a small town. That's like the whole department, I, b- I would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Where's it at? Laverne, Tennessee. I mean, it's a small town. Yeah, hey, Laverne. Laverne, Tennessee. Hmm. Um, so we'll be back with a show on Thursday. And uh, one of my people, review the show five stars. Always five stars. On iTunes or Spotify. So we reached a thousand reviews on Spotify. That was nice. I checked after the break. People just kept reviewing the show. That was nice. And uh, any of the fine 
platforms that carry the Drew and Mike show. You can donate to the show. And we have a donate bar at the website. Donate one-time basis or monthly. And, of course, the Amazon portal, which, you know what? November was the biggest month. Oh, really? Amazon portal, yeah. December was a lot smaller. That's when they had the early uh, Amazon Prime Day, right? I guess so. Before Black Friday. Yep. But uh, it's worth mentioning. And do get notes of people saying, yeah, I just used the Amazon portal. Thank you. That's great. Kick something back to us. And uh, Brandon's appearance on WATP on the Who Are These Podcasts YouTube page. Boy, there's a there's some really funny ones on there, too. And you're right that the John's biography, John Stuttering John wrote a book and he does the audio version. Yeah. And they tear apart chapter by chapter. Oh, my God. Unfucking believe. He's got to be the most out of touch human being. I'm three episodes uh. into the book reviews and we're only... I- think a sixth of the way through the book so so far he's put out 10 episodes i don't even think he's gotten through the entire book yet but it's been so funny to listen to john read his own book (laughs) carl and his co-hosts always point out whenever he mispronounces he mispronounces so many words (laughs) and you'd figure there'd be an editor or a producer who'd be like hey read that line again i'm not sure there's any more entertaining on earth than listening to that. It was worth my Patreon purchase. You, he says about every person in the book, he can dish it out, but he can't take it. It's so weird. They bust him over and over and over. Anyway, we'll see you on Thursday. Oh, yeah, this is a troll, but it's okay. He's paying me. Thanks for the five bucks. John, Drew from Drew and Mike, who I don't know, said you are petrified of challenging a uh, pock face in an IQ off. He said he'd put up 2,500. I thought it was 3,500. Righteous bucks, my man. Well, I uh, personally would do it for 3,500. I just don't think that pock face would because I know I would wipe the fucking floor with him because the guy is a high school dropout. Okay? So I don't fear anybody. Put up the cash and I'll do it. But I don't think Pocky would do it. It's funny, Scott, because you and I have never heard of Drew and Mike. <laughs> so.